back up because he's clearly not on his game. I no. Do you know why? Do you know why though? Because you're you screw were, up. No, because you're kind of always here and then go, I'm here now, I'll be back in 10, and then I'm ready, and then you sort of just came, and it was a bit like, oh, uh-huh. we need to get going. So it sort of threw me, you see. All right, but all I'm right. Yeah. What you're saying Unless... is, Stu, it's Duke's fault. Yeah. It's Duke's fault. It's Duke's fault. <laughs> but inadvertently, it's Duke's fault. <laughs> this call is being recorded. Welcome, yo, to veteran gamers. Like anybody f***ing gives a shit. It's the veteran gamers. Whoopee! It's the veteran gamers. Whoopee! It's the veteran gamers. Whoopee! Yeah! Keep it real! The interesting thing about that is... Hello and welcome to show 169 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, 69. 100 and what? 69. Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh my god. We nearly did it. Right. Let me, just a minute, let me clarify. I nearly did it again. What did you need to do? <laughs> I nearly didn't record the show again. <laughs> See, it's no joke, people. We were, we were talking about dogging, many back three. We were. Fortunately, I'm going to take it in some different direction that's more esoteric and intellectual than all of those. No, 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 luckily, yeah. no, luckily, we were only dead. I know, yeah. Lo- no, sorry. Luckily, we're only about three minutes in. Just a minute. Did we just go from dogging to Margaret Thatcher? Take that, Margaret Thatcher. There's no alternative to you being dead. We just. Sorry, gone- I'm, I'm not trying to speak ill of the dead, but I hated her. We, we just gone yeah. from dogging, Men in Black, <laughs> Josh Brolin, uh, Bioshock Infinite, Margaret yep. Thatcher. There you go. I'll be honest with you. I, I had more pictures of Donny Ma- uh, Donny Matrix. Doggin Matrix. Yeah, Doggin Matrix. There you go, Doggin Matrix. Is that like having <laughs> sex in public in the Matrix? Uh, the, the fact yeah. that um, today is the day that Margaret <laughs> Margaret Thatcher died. Um, uh, just I, I don't really. I'm too young to give a shit about. I mean, it's. I don't like anybody to die. Obviously. I, yeah, but, it's a tragedy when any human dies. It's true. But to, to be, I, I said to my, you know. I, t- I told my dad about it, and he went, I'm not a massive fan of her, to be honest. Um, hey, man, Chinny's dad. And, yeah, I, I know she'd kind of, like, flattened the country a little bit, but it was in a dire state anyway. Um, you know, to be honest, right, I didn't like the woman so much, but that was more because of my, like, mum's views as opposed to what I really thought about it at the time, because obviously I wasn't that old. But what I do remember, and I always kind of think, thinking back on this, it was kind of wrong. Which was, you know, when the when the when they had the Brighton bombing, you know, when they bombed the hotel that the Conservative Party was staying in. Right. No. <laughs> Do you remember this, Duke? Do you remember this nope. happening? Sorry. They, they basically, when they when they had the the Tory conference in, I'm sure it was Brighton. I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive it was Brighton. Um, and they basically the IRA bombed the hotel that the the Conservative Party was staying Oof, in. See, that's not cool. 
No, but what I remember was my mum being bitterly disappointed that Margaret Thatcher survived. Whoa, that's hard. And I remember that. I remember my mum, like, when the news was on, like, being absolutely gutted that she hadn't died in the blast. Wow. And I was like, and like, I didn't, at the time, I didn't think a lot about it because I was probably about eight or nine. Your mother remembered the IRA? Oh, yeah. You know. Your mom was then, a member of the IRA? No, did you say, I thought you said, did my mum remember the oh, IRA? No. Was she a member? <laughs> no, yeah. she wasn't She's... a member of the IRA. Do anything bad I've said about you, I take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, she hated Margaret Thatcher so much that she was disappointed that she didn't die you know in a, in this, a, in a it's blast. It's amazing how just starting the show again just can take a completely different turn. What it we're does, talking it about. Does. But um, there's a there's a I found out because we we moved office you know a few weeks ago so we share you know with different people and stuff. And there's this girl there um, and she has a kind of like a bet with her friends. We realised how dark she was. Basically, who's going to die in the year, right? And what, like celebrity wise? Yeah, like who's, who's ah. they, they kind of bet on who's going to die. And she almost said Margaret Thatcher, and then she 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 took it off because she thinks Forsyth is going to die this year. Um, and who else? Um, somebody else. Somebody else. Yeah, I don't know about Forsyth. I don't know. He always seems, you know, for his age. Bruce Forsyth just keeps ticking. He's pretty good, isn't he? Oh, oh yeah, the other one was Mandela. Mandela's he's he's not looking great, is he, Mandela? So he was in the hospital. Yeah, no, yeah, he's not it's been funny because well, I was just he? looking at a news article about Thatcher, and apparently she called Mandela a terrorist. So yeah, yeah, she probably one would. reason why I don't really care. But she wasn't she wasn't talking about Winnie, was she? Because she was kind of about oh no no no, no. she was talking about Nelson Mandela. All right, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, Winnie Mandela did some nasty things. There's no doubt about that. He did. He and I mean, don't get me wrong, the ANC was not a group of angels. But whatever. But yes, um, like the Vox yeah. Populi are not a group of Oh, right? so you oh. did it! The only reason he's still ticking along, though, is because his wife's about 40, isn't she? And he's like 85, so, that, you know. That would, that, if that was me, that would probably like, finish me off. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come to bear, like, fuck this. I'm off. <laughs> well, that's what he did, and that might be what finishes yeah. him off. I see what you did there. <laughs> anyway, talking of that, yeah, dogging tales. Let's talk, let's yeah. talk a little so bit about it. TV show oh, on called. God. All right, we'll go back to the like. Let's go back because we never did get around. There's, to there's, a, about. there's a show called uh, Dogging Tales on, and Tara and I was watching Men in Black Three. Now, for those who don't know, in the United States, what's dogging? Dogging is um, a thing where people meet in the woods anonymously, uh, and maybe they bring their wives or whatever. And they kind of watch each other have sex. Uh, oh, sex have sex. It's kind of like an average night for Stu. Uh, it is. And, <laughs> so I was watching Men in Back 3. And, and this is the reason why Bioshock come up. Was Men in Back 3, after you've, watched, after you've played Bioshock, it has very similar little things going on that I recommend. It's not a great film by any means, but it's interesting. Anyway, we switched it off. Uh, well, it finished, and this just uh, somebody was knocking the back out of someone in a, in the woods, right? And I was like, <laughs> yep. "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and Tara, she started to go on the hashtag Dogging Tales, right? <laughs> and, she, and she started to go like, "Oh, look, no one's brought their dog, no one's even committed." Uh, and and I was like, and five minutes, it lasted five minutes on my TV, and then it went off. 
Do you know what I was thinking? Oh, I thought you meant the guy lasted five minutes. I was like, that's like four minutes that's longer than good. I just... Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> Video games, people. They were all wearing sort of Venetian masks and stuff to like mask their identities. God. Right. But one dude, right, he had this mask on. And one of his eyes was a weird colour, right? And then his his hair was very distinctive. You know, was David if, Bowie? If you, no, but if, but you look like it could have been. But if you, no. yes. if you, if you knew this guy, you would. I said just, to you, uh, you would know. I just love dogging. Dogging. I don't know why. I just. But the funniest one. Sorry to say it, Ginny, was a guy from. I'm not sure he was Birmingham or Wolverhampton, but he had like a broomy type accent. But it's probably there's a, there's a there's an area boy. Um, <laughs> Wolverhampton, just like above it, it's like another town called Cannock. And I went to uh, a thing called Cannock. Basically, has a thing called the Cannock Chase, where it's just masses and masses and masses of woodland, right? And it's a very nice place. There's mountain bike trails. Um, it's really cool. If I ever wanted to film like an army type Call of Duty thing, that is the place to go. Except However, you have to edit out all the people having sex in the woods. Yeah. However, yeah, remove all the, the condoms. There is there is a mission in Call of Duty, I think, where they go through a dogging area. No, uh, <laughs> so you know, Canuck Chase is a really nice place. It's you go there, and it's like another country. It's amazing. But yeah, you know, the, we went to a thing called Go Ape, where you climb loads of shit and stuff. Uh, you go up trees and you zip line and all, and that was in Canuck Chase. It's amazing, really nice. But sadly. Canuck Chase is known for people having sex with random strangers. So, so I can imagine that, like the venereal disease, the possibility that it could be your boss. Like, there's so many reasons not to have anonymous sex in the woods. But uh, but there's so many to to, to do it. No, uh, there's like <laughs> my voice is weird tonight because I have been the the twins have been with me all weekend pretty much apart from Sunday. I went to the gadget show by the way. I forgot to mention. Oh, oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Um, I saw but uh, yeah, look, they've been w- w- with me all weekend, so I've been shouting, screaming, and telling. Well, them I'm to, glad somebody's here to talk because I have nothing to offer. Great. Well. Anyway, going just just quickly, I know lots we, happening. Not gadget show, everything. Yeah. <laughs> also, if Annette Funicello died, and Britney Spears is devastated in all caps. Okay. <laughs> she was a member of the Mickey Mouse Club. That's right, I remember that. And Christina Aguilera and Justin Timberlake. Well, I mean, Annette Funicello was one of the original Mickey Mouse clubs. Yeah, you see, I would have no idea what that was. It's M I C K E Y M O U S E. Right. Mm. <laughs> but uh, oh i've got something you'd you like started watching 30 rock oh yes did you start yeah. episode one season one we did pilot oh it's when she goes to get uh tracy on the show he takes her to yeah. the strip club this is that for computer very, classes it's very <laughs> that show's awesome i love it we were we were impressed yeah. i was impressed oh it just gets so funnier and funnier as it goes dude you're gonna love it yeah, liked all the the stuff that went wrong. I Mike's being on, and then the the camera being on, and all that yeah. stuff was very. It was good. It's good. So yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, I'm pissed off this week a little bit. No, wait, we're uh, not ready to move on yet. I know, not quite. Anyway, that's the theme for what, what Rock. Oh, there you the go. Theme. Um, Hello. That be- that being said, should do some introduction. I haven't done that yet. That's all I have to it. offer. Oh, well, I'll, I'll do you anyway then next. Uh, and not in a dogging way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've got Duke on the show. I have nothing to offer, people. Sorry. No. I'm here, but I have nothing to offer. Oh. Oh. And we've also got Chinny here. He is. He is here. Yep. 
But anyway, going back. He's here until he rage quits. Ah, very funny. Yeah. Um, going back to why I'm pissed off. This is why I'm pissed off this week, right? Because, um, yeah, uh, Metro Last Lights available for pre-order on Steam. Oh, now. that would piss me off too. Well, there's two reasons. Uh, I'll tell you I'm what, oh off. yeah, I know what pisses you off. Uh, when other people talk about PC games, you don't give a shit. <laughs> well, that's coming out on console as well, so get a grip. Yeah, but you're talking about something I don't care about: PC games. Anyway, it's not a PC game. It's they're dead, you. They are dead. <laughs> They're alive and well. They've been jump-started. Anyway, thing is, right, if you already own Metro 2033, which I do... Yeah, you get, get like a 10%. discount or something, huh? You get 10% off, so I'm like, cool. I'm going to go and do I'm that. I'm guessing that all went swimmingly well. Well, I haven't actually done it yet for two reasons, right? The first reason is Jeez. this. That when I went to Steam and like went to log in, the store just didn't come up. It just like, you know, when you get that loading thing one. at the Xbox side. Xbox Live Store always comes up. Just kept, exactly, just kept going and going and going and going and going. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then eventually he came over, like, thankfully, right? Searched for Metro, clicked on it, and then he did exactly the same again for, like, age, like, five minutes. I'm like, I can't be doing this. <laughs> so I Googled it, and apparently it's to do with, guess what, Virgin Internet, apparently. There's something wrong with their DNS servers or something with Valve. So I've got to wait till the fix. But... There is a fix for anyone out there who's having the same issues on Virgin and having trouble with Steam. Oh, with BT. Uh, no, well, yeah, that's one way of doing it. But if you put it into big picture mode, it seems to work fine. It only seems to do it on the normal store. So stick it in big picture mode and away you go. So that was one reason I couldn't do it. Then the other reason is my wife decided to lose a purse. Oh, here we go. So I was like... How many beatings did you give us, Stu? I didn't. I didn't. Luckily, she found the purse. It had been handed in. She she'd literally dropped it just outside our house when she was walking up to the shops. Yeah. And it was handed in to a neighbour across the road. So she got a purse back. And two young boys had very kindly handed it in after they'd taken all the money out of us. Hey, but I was reward. like, I was like, well, what's the chances, right, that you would hand it in after you've nicked the money? Most people are just chucking in the hedge. So I guess we've got to be thankful for something. Uh, anyway. you know. Depends on what's been going on in that hedge. I know. So, unfortunately, she's had to cancel all the credit cards. That was a reference cards. to dogging again. Oh, very good. Uh, she's canceled all the credit cards, which are obviously linked to all the stuff on the internet that I buy stuff with. You know so, I can't buy anything off Sony. I can't buy anything First off Steam. I can't buy anything off Amazon. I can't, I can't literally buy anything. I'll tell you what. I don't Not even on the iPhone, iPod, or anything. Um, you're loaded. Save some money. So, you're yeah. loaded. Gonna- Oh, yeah, but I'm going to save some money now. But you're save loaded. Money, so saving yeah. money, if you just sat on that for a month, you'd probably have like half a mil. I know. That'd be fine, wouldn't it? It'd be absolutely Cause you, fine. You know what, Stu? Yeah. Because yeah. you do all right. Because I do all right. Because I've got money. i got some money. Oh, by the way. Wipes his ass with $600. Otherwise, Stuart, um, you'd, yeah. be, you'd be pleased to hear some good news. Oh, I like good news. Um, I need some good news at the moment. Give me some good news. It doesn't really concern you, Duke, so... Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, there's nothing to offer anyway. Oh, wait a minute. Can, can I guess? I think I know what it might be. I think be. you know what it is now. I think I know what it is now. Can I guess? Yeah. Have you got your tickets for Eurogame? I have indeed. Wee! God, yours are weird, though. Yours are quite light compared now, to everyone else. Now you'd think that, wouldn't you? You'd think that. Yeah? No. Yeah? Uh, <laughs> Here we go. It may have been a case. It may have been a case <laughs> where the email might... This, is, this hasn't happened for sure, Stu. Imagine a universe where... Yeah. I got the email on the 20th of March. 
<laughs> yeah, that's ten to five. Ago. All right, and I didn't <laughs> yes. see it. Imagine if we lived in that universe. <laughs> imagine, imagine you missing an email. I mean, that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> so if we did, especially an important that, one. If this, if that happened in this universe, I'd let you know. But it didn't. Uh, was, it it didn't, only just it come. <laughs> that's great. So I didn't think I was very odd. Um. I'll start. Oh, yeah, game feed. I did something today that I've never, ever done before. <gasps> I have did something today. I've never... Game-related, so it is game-related. Um, game-related. Which was... Wait, no, game-related. Which was, send the game back to Love Film with never getting it out of the sleeve and putting it in my Xbox. I just sent what it game? back. Uh, Medal of Honor Warfighter. Really? I just thought, do you know what? I'm just not interested. And I've got, like, Dead Space 3 and a couple of other games that I'd rather play, you know, and the new God of War game and, you know, stuff and, you know, Gears of War, if I get it. But, you know, stuff I'd rather have a go of than that. So I just thought, I'm on holiday this week. I'll send it back today. I'll get a new one by Wednesday. I'll have some time to play before I go back to work. So I just sent it back. Yeah. Never even got it out of its sleeve and nothing. I, I did that with a love film game. Did you? What did you do that with? Um, uh, I, I did it with Ghost Warrior 2. Oh, yeah. That take it sleep. You know why? Do you know why? Why? Because I wanted why? them to send me another game so I could play it with my friend Lee Marsh. Guess oh. what? They said they're oh. sending that game. Oh, God. Is this Army of Two? And we're going to play it in co op. Oh, now, God. think of a co op game where you need two people, right? And you have to fight some Mexicans and stuff. I bet you can't guess Are what you it... just glossing over the whole fact I've just said Army of Two? I bet you can't guess what it is. <laughs> is it Army of Two? <laughs> it is Army of Two. Wow, I bet you're excited. But... Oh. By the way, I thought of you today. I thought I saw something. I thought Chinny will be excited. What is it? There's a, there's a new Sherlock Holmes game out, apparently. Holy or coming. shishka yep. beans. I do and apparently... And I do it again. And apparently Watson is as creepy as ever because he keeps on appearing next to you, even though he was outside of the building a second ago. What the hell? Yeah. So I thought, you, I thought, oh, Ginny will love that. He's going to be up oh, for that, man. Let's, let's get this straight. I liked it, but, you know, I'm not going to have, like, any... But you, you did sort of, you know, you were you were bigging it up a bit, I've got to say. Okay. You were you were bigging it up. Okay. You were. Um... I've actually, I mean, it doesn't sound like you two have played much this week from, you know, the beginning of the show stuff, but... I have nothing I've, to offer. I've played quite a bit this week, so I might as well start, get that out of the way. I don't know what I've played. Well, we'll find out in a minute, I guess. Um, but I played another first-person shooter. Oh. And quite a bit of it. Quite a bit of it. I'm only about... Probably about three levels from the end. I've had a quick look at you know, you know when you're not enjoying a game that much when you go and look and see how much you've got left to do, do you? <laughs> you know when you do that. Well, just go and see how far I am in. How much more time have we got to play this? Yeah, let's get, let's get some clues there. Yeah. So, who's who's the publisher? Uh, the publisher is EA, I think. I think it's EA. Mm. I could be wrong, but I think it's EA. First, is it a shooty shooty game? It's a definite. Shooty, shooty game. Dead Space 3. No. Uh, I could be wrong. Just let me just check. You you just sort of think on, but I'm almost sure it's EA. Could be wrong. Duke, Duke. Uh, I don't, it I is don't EA. Know. Yes, it is an EA I, game. I don't care. Um, yeah, but it's fun to guess things. Was it released this year? It was. Not very long ago. It's very recent. Uh, and it's very pretty. Bioshock Infinite? 
No, I've just finished up. <laughs> Come on, Colonial Marines. Three. Is it Men in Black 3? No. no City. Just, just uh, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. You know, I'm having a crisis listening to you two. Oh, ah, ah, I have nothing to offer. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? That's a joke. I know it's a joke. That's something. Uh, I'm leading to something. Anyway, Ew. yes. Crisis 3. Crisis 3. Oh, I was going to guess that. On the 360. This was another love film game, so I got this and I was like, oh, Borderlands yeah, 2. Shut up. Anyway, oh, thing is, don't be so stupid. That's too. Thing is this. Thing is this. Okay. Right. And don't hate me for this. Metro Last Light. Dead Space 3. No, shut up. Don't hate me for this, but Haters. I've got to say, on the 360, the texture. Oh, fuck off. God, it does. But it does. Stuart. It's look, this is meant to be the sort of pinnacle of gaming graphics, right? And there's two things that piss me off about it, right? One is it looks all right, and it does look nice, and there's some nice particle effects and stuff like that going on. It does look all right, but but well, this is the thing, right? You're meant to be in this broken down New York, which you are, but once you get into the game, you could be anywhere. It doesn't make a jot of difference. Yeah. It, it tells you, like... The That's got nothing to do with the graphics, though. No, 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 no. I think the setting... That's exactly like it was in the second game, isn't it? No, yeah, so well, that, I, have the same, I have the same sort of... You know, when comes in and says, Army of Two, it's a co-op game. I know, it's shit, but whatever. Still comes in and goes, this game isn't nearly as good as it should be. Well, the thing... Right, I've got a few issues with it. One is that the voice acting is pretty standard at Same best. as Two. The dialogue is just awful. Same really. as two. The story is forgettable. Same as two. It's just some weird story about them having the big Seth thing or whatever the hell it is, the chief alien using it as a power source and you have to take it out Pretty or whatever. Much the same it? as two. And it's just in a prettier overgrown New York, but you you would you could be in any city in the world. It doesn't even the setting has no real significance apart from the fact it shows you an overhead map every now and again of New York City. Well, that was the, I mean the big yeah, crux of two was like that you was in New York, yeah. and you know like, I mean the trailer was like you know New York New York sung on it and it was all like oh you're in New York now, but like really it just didn't feel like New York. No, and this is exactly the same. You're in New York, and it, I mean, when it does a big reveal, there's this huge big reveal bit. It was Earth with the, all along. With the, with the, sunlight, the sunlight flowing through the, you know, the overgrowth and the sort of, you know, the dome thing that that New York is now under, and all these broken down buildings and overgrown stuff and deers running around and all, and it all does look very cool. Does Will Smith what, pop up like in I Am Legend no, with Josh Brolin? And, and, and the Empire State's building is there, so there is, you know, you can tell you're in New York, but as soon as you get into the game and that sort of skyline has disappeared and you're in corridors and open areas and nighttime stuff, and you could be anywhere, really. I mean, the the actual gameplay itself is solid, and the bow is, is very good, but the bow, as soon as you get that bow, right, you, I mean, Part I don't know what it. anyone, yeah, I don't know what anyone else does, but that's all I use. That's all I use in the whole game, and I just stealth around. Have you even tried the guns or what? Once or twice. Only when you need to. Do they the feel aliens, good? They feel all right. With the aliens, you need to use the guns. Like I With knew the... they would, or just feel good? 
Yeah, does he feel? Yeah, yeah, like I knew they would. Yeah, they just feel good, like I knew they would. Um, yeah, they feel okay. I mean, the guns all work pretty well, but to be honest with you, the guns are just like a second line of weaponry. I, I very rarely use them. Um, the the aliens, when you get those, the, the like stalker-type ones that move really quickly, so you have to use guns on those. Use your armor and guns. stealthy? Very stealthy. All I've done is stealth, apart from when the alien sections come on. Hmm. And the rest of the game, I've just been stealthing around, taking out soldiers, going collecting my arrows by hiding, regenerating, going into stealth mode again, taking out another one, and just picking them off. And to be honest with you, you know, like the marking thing that was in the in the last game. In this game, it's it's even more effective in so much as you you seem to have a larger range that you can actually you know see the enemies through walls and everything as soon as you put your visor down you literally mark everyone in the area which is cool because it it makes it into more of a stealth game because you're watching their movements now unlike a standard stealth game they don't seem to have any set patterns so they seem to just sort of wander around on random sort of walks and stuff and they will come and investigate where you are and stuff like that but even that breaks the game a little bit because what you do is you basically pop out show them where you are hide again and then when you go around, you just stealth kill them and wait for the next one to follow in. And, and at one point, I was in, I was like hidden in a corner behind like some concrete. And there was just, you know that bit in uh, Half-Life 2 where you're in the prison and you end up with that huge pile of bodies in front of you? It was basically like that. So I had this maybe about 10 dead bodies in a big pile. And then the next one would come up to have a look and I'd stab him as well until they were all gone. So they're a bit dumb, the AI. You know what I mean? It's a bit like, oh, I'll go and have a look where this big pile of dead bodies is and see what's going on. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm not overly impressed, if I'm being honest. It's okay. It's serviceable. But I think the problem is it's probably got better gameplay in some respects than, than Bioshock Infinite in so much as it's a better shooter. You know, and a better first-person game, and and you know, interesting use of the stealth stuff. But you just end up playing, well, for me personally, just playing the whole game in stealth. You know, so I, I remember I too just being, I just played all the way through it, and I was just like, yeah, that was fun. I suppose. Yeah, I'm a bit like that. I'm a bit like that. And I mean, this is meant to be a showcase for like whatever platform. Because that's what Crisis was one was like. It's like the best looking game you'll ever see. It will blow your fucking nipples off. But, but, you know, but I doubt they were. It's fine. Yeah. Do you know what it reminds me of? You know what it reminds me of? Do you know, like, back in the day. Back in the day, when, yeah. Back in the day, when there were no internet, and all you had to go off was screenshots in the back of the box. And you'd pick up a game and you'd go, wow, that looks brilliant. And then it was shit and rock hard and horrible, right? But it looked great, right? Mm. That's a bit like this game because it looks great, but there's just no substance to it. It's like having a gold-plated turd, you know what I mean? It's like it's like all shiny and cool on the outside, but when you dig into it a bit, there's not a lot of substance to it. You know, it's a bit empty. It's like a, it's like a golden cracker. You know, it's just her and empty. You know, empty her in the middle. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I just feel a bit like, mm. you know, the story. It's got to. You see, it, it, I don't know. Game developers just is it can't like a see Kinder Egg with no toy in it. It is. It is. It's like Happy a Kinder Egg with any no shitty toy. little plastic. That's exactly what it is. You don't get the payoff. You get the sort of the initial. Wow, that looks cool. Mm. Wow, this feels okay. Ooh, but there's not a lot else there. Sounds like it's been a really rough experience for you. It has, it has. But I think part of that is the come down from Bioshock Infinite. And don't get me wrong, right, I watched the video, 
And I agree with a lot of what he said, but... What video? But the, the video Duke put up on the site. It's, it's kind of oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. From Video Gamer, and they did, he did a bit of a yeah. why it's a bit rubbish. Why so, Bioshock is a bit rubbish. Yeah, why Bioshock? And I sort of agree with some of the points he made just, about the... the I, he also says it's a great game. It's oh, a lot of fun. Oh, so yeah. like It does. He just points uh, out some of the things that it gets wrong. That's all. That's a bit silly. Like, for instance, when, you know, you, you're sort of... There's all these people on the boardwalk. You go inside, shoot, come outside, and they've all gone. Yeah. Like, they've never existed. Right. Uh, and I get... And, you know, I don't disagree. But On the boardwalk. Because the story and the dialogue and all that other stuff was so great, it was just like, eh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. But with yeah. this, the gameplay is fairly solid, but it needs something to hook you in, and it just doesn't have anything that hooks you in. Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played that, and I was a bit like... Mm. You played that, Stu. So, you played it. So, so I thought I'd try some demos as well this oh, week. So oh, I played oh. Injustice Gods, Gods Among Us. Gods. Gods. Yeah, gods or dogs, it's one or the other. Dogs back to uh, dogging again. Yeah, <laughs> just this gods among us. Dogging be... among us. Yeah, dogging among <laughs> us. <laughs> and, just um, this is the... I didn't, I didn't think a lot about this at the all. MMO? No, it's, uh, it's like a street fighter skinned with superheroes. Oh, it's... oh yeah, fuck that. Yeah, it's all right. It's but, Mortal I mean, Kombat, right? Yeah, I don't like fighting games anyway, but, you know, Whatever. I guess if you like fighting games, this would probably be oh, your bag. Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat was a... Yeah, you probably like this then. I mean, it looks nice. They've all got cool moves. You know, one of one of the moves was punching me through the earth and then punching me back again. So that was kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was a cool special move, I've got to You're say. not a fighting type of guy, though. But I'm not a fighting type of guy, so uh, because I thought it was going to be like a cool action adventure type game, and then, I, then it sort of loaded up, I'm like, no... I'm going to turn this off now. <laughs> so I did play it, though. I played it until the end of the demo. It was all right. Um, now, I did play a game that I did like, though. And I, if I'd have had some points, I might have bought it. I might have bought this. Uh, Battle Block Theatre. Ah. Castle Crashers, guys. Yeah, it's good. I'm not surprised. It's, it's took like 10 years. It's got a sort of little big planet art style to it mm. so everything looks like cut out card but the intro alone is worth buying the game for but you can see that with the demo so mm. but but the intro is just superb uh but it's definitely got a lot of feel uh, of sort of little big planet about it even even so much as if you get stuck and you press the y button and hold it down your character explodes and respawns at the last save point so he's even got that little mechanic that that little big planet had if you got stuck. Um, but yeah, I like it a lot. It's a really cool little platformer, very cleverly done. Uh, yeah, definitely worth a look. I mean, I, I mean, you like Castle Crashers, yep, Chini. Yep, I have yep, no yep. doubt that you will like this. And it can, again, be, be played in co-op, uh, locally or online. So you can play it local or online. Uh, and I'm sure your nephew and niece would love this. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, because they're all they're all about Terraria at the moment. Oh yeah, that's all over. The I said place. I said to them, like, "What's your favorite game ever?" And they went Terraria. Then I said, um, I asked them the same question. I was like, "What's your favorite game ever in your little life? What is your favorite game ever?" And they played Gears of War Judgment straight after that, and they went Gears of War Judgment. So they don't really think far back. <laughs> they just kind of as it as it school still got the no blood mode and all that in it. Then. Gears, yeah, the new one. Yeah, no swearing, no blood. Yeah, so I'm not, I kind of like that they do that. You know, it's kind of a nice little uh, addition. But yeah, Battle Block Theatre, it looks cool. It plays well. The platforming's nice. 
you know, it's got some interesting features. You like throw a exploding frisbee for your weapon. Uh oh. So, so, so you've got to judge distance and stuff. You can the enemies mostly. There's not a ton of enemies so far. You know, in the demo when I play the demo part of it but you you basically just punch them off the side into the water and stuff to kill them or into the into like the lava or whatever uh there's some cool use of like electro electronic blocks if you will so electrocuted blocks so when you when you sort of land the one you'd sort of bounce all over the place like some weird i don't know hypercharged bouncy ball cool uh, and you have to yeah it's, it's just a really clever little platformer i liked it liked it a lot um and then the last thing i played right i, I I was sort of looking on Steam for some demos. I thought, oh, I'll play a demo on Steam. I don't usually play demos on Steam. I love what they've got. And th- what I hadn't realized, this game came back, you know, came out back at the beginning of 2012. So it's a really old game, but I hadn't realized how old it was. Uh, called Cinemora. Did you ever play this when it came out? No. Nope. It's actually kind of cool. I kind of liked it. It was like, I was, it's, a, it's a sort of 2D shooter, side-scrolling shooter, with like these weird futuristic but old looking like steampunky type aeroplanes um and i was i wasn't expecting a lot to be honest but it's kind of clever in the way it does it on a 3d plane you know sort of 2d with 3d and they have stuff going in the foreground and in the background so you do feel like even though you're all on the same you know on the same plane as the enemies and stuff and some of them do come in from the back and then obviously where you can shoot them and cool bosses I just, I don't know, I thought, I thought it was kind of cool, and I, I like the way they linked everything together as you, you're moving from one section of a level to another. I thought it was a kind of a cool, you know, if you're hankering after a 2D shooter, that's a little bit different. This is worth a look. It's worth a look. What's this again? Cinemora. What's? Uh, it's S-I-N-E and then M-O-R-A. It's like a but if you know, type of daily, huh? Yeah, and it's just got all power-ups and special... <laughs> You know, weapons and is all that. Is that the one kind. where the time runs out rather than you losing? Yes, health? that is the one where the time runs out. Yeah, you've got a, for each section of the level, you've got a timer running down. Eh. I kind of liked it. I, I liked the art style. I thought the art style was really yeah, cool. And I just, fine. There's nothing wrong with it. No, and it just played well. It was just an interesting game to play. Eh. Uh, and that's it for me this week. So we'll come to you, Duke, in the middle just to see what you have been up to. <laughs> I have nothing to offer. Not Why am I even here. Game? I know. I Skyrim. I played Bioshock. Uh, not Bioshock. Call of Duty Blops 2. We had our play date. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Well, I have this to offer. I queued this up when you were talking about Mortal Kombat. Oh, I love that song. Now, seeing as you've mentioned Skyrim, look, there's a bit of Skyrim news for really? you. Really? Now, you might kind of like Sweet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know what. I've been doing the Thieves Guild quest line again. What, what people don't care. Look, I've got something just for you. This specially made for you, this. Well, the news the, isn't the, on the, yet. Listen, though, listen. Well, while you've not played anything, I thought I might well bring what? this up since you mentioned Skyrim. I was about but anyway, listen. Eight. There's a new mod uh, come out, uh, coming out or come out, I'm not sure which, called Achieve That. Yeah, huh? And it's a mod for Skyrim that adds an, an extra 109 new achievements in the game. Huh. So yeah, and, and what's neat, most of them are actually really cool. Way cooler than Skyrim's fairly boring official one. Most of them reward you for doing the things that the game does best. 
exploring, cataloging, doing everything the game is offering to let you do. Yeah, but so there's cataloging. That sounds kind of what? so. What? So there's an achievement for finding thirteen pilgrim stones, for instance. You Yay. already have pilgrim stones. Is that the stones that you're supposed to be? Is that the standing stones? I have no idea. I'm just telling you. He said the best part, though, is your reward. Instead of just ticking a box or giving you points, you're rewarded with in-game perks. Open 150 chests, for example, and you earn plus 10 for your carrying weight. Read 100 books and get plus 2 speechcraft. That's kind of cool. Uh, so what are they? Me. Where's the list of the things? Oh, I'm looking at it on the what? Here are a few examples. Full list of achievements. Here we go. I'm looking it up right now on uh, Pastebin. Obtain a thousand gold, ten thousand gold, a hundred thousand gold, a million gold. There's already an achievement for that. Reward plus fifty carry weight. That's ridiculous. You're gonna be like carrying the whole mountain. Clear fifty <laughs> dungeons, loot three hundred chests, sleep three hundred hours. Why? Who cares? Find thirteen standing stones. That's a, there's already an achievement for that. Own a house. I hate this. Look, I just thought if. You- if you don't this is what you get when you try and help Duke. <laughs> Kill 50 citizens, no way. I'm trying to help Duke, and all he does is complain. I know, right? Why would someone try I'm to help to... me? You want to help me? Because... Let Help Big Bad Daddy get the rest of that hunting mod done. That's a mod I'm eager for. Uh, and then oh they got God. the Tropical Skyrim mod. First of all, I'm mad because I probably can't run it. Second of all, <laughs> eh. <laughs> I have nothing to what offer. Is... I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we oh. had our COD Blops 2 playdate, and Step J showed up, and GH Rocker, and Master Zulu, and Ninja Fox, and that was fun, because I didn't put out the announcement until, like, Sunday morning, I think, so I was happy to see people show up for that. And then Chinny showed up in the party, and he was like, I don't have Black Ops anymore, and then he started saying, hey, Gears of War Judgment's fun, and I was like, yeah, we should all play that, and he's like, I don't have it, the kids took it. And then, I don't remember, what else? You, you said something else, Chenny. What else did you mention? Some other game? Uh, Dark Souls 2. you didn't two. have. No, oh, but it was a game you didn't have. And I was like, well, let's play that. And you're like, I don't have it. So anyway, <laughs> whatever. And then he mentioned that he bought Full House Poker because it was on sale. Yay! Oh, okay. So yeah, we had an yeah. impromptu Full House Poker play date. And Step J was in for that. And Fushi Muska and uh, Z4XX and Top Trickster. And at one point, Chinny lost a hand. He lost like $5,000. And then he just quit. And did he? Damn, Chinny. <laughs> I'm out of here, man. Oh, my God. You rage quit. But it turns out there was a story behind it. So, Chinny, you want to tell the story? Story, story, story time. So I'm playing away, um, and I'm, I'm I, I I don't really know. I know how to play poker, but like you know, they're all talking away, and apparently like Duke and everybody else gave me loads of money so I could go in the high high stakes. Yeah, we had to get them up to half a million. So so I didn't know what was going on to be honest. Yeah, right, and then we started playing. I lost. Look, I was going kind of all in with this thing, and um, <laughs> what had happened was Tara was on the laptop at the same time. And she kind of went round by where like the kind of modem is and everything, and I wasn't really paying attention. Where about? And it just went disconnected, and it just disconnected as I lost all that money. As I found out, I lost. Sure, right. it did. And I looked over and I went, <laughs> "You've done something." And she went, "Oh, I'm so sorry." All right, and, I, and, I, and I, my first reaction was, "That was the worst fucking time you could have done that." 
That is the worst <laughs> time because it looks like I quit. That's why. Yeah. And I'm like, they're uh, all gonna think. Yeah. And I said to Tara, I was like, they're all gonna think I quit because I lost. <laughs> so how long did it take you to think up that excuse then? Three hours. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? That's like when you're like on the final boss fight of a game, and then your wife walks across the screen. It's like on The Simpsons when Homer's about to oh. beat Bart, and Marge pulls out the plug. Oh no! Oh yeah, God. Uh, well, works. what did I make Tara do? She went on the party and apologized to everybody. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Oh says these God. don't believe we are so that's that's desperation there, isn't they it? They're not the believing things... me that you that you killed the internet. And she went, oh, okay. The things, the things you would do for your boyfriend, I tell you. Even when it's not true, it's all that about. Yeah. Battered her, I did. I bet you did. <laughs> you do it, or I'll hit you again. It's no. funny because people hit their wives. But I'm sorry, I don't have any. Uh, games to offer. Uh, Stu gave me Unmechanical a while ago, and I still haven't played I it. Did. I bloody gave it. I've got uh, Judgment, Gears of War Judgment sitting on my cabinet. I haven't touched it. I don't know. It's just bought him. Bought him a game, Chinny. With my own money. Sent yeah. it to him. Grimrock's on sale today. Someone bought me that like a while ago, and I still haven't played that. I'm a bad person. You are a bad person. <laughs> I did play a little of Bioshock, whoever gave that away. Thanks. Oh, that's good. That's a good game. We've played that before. It's good. Yeah. I played that once or twice. It's a, it's a good game. Sorry, I have nothing to offer. Anyway, Chidi, what have you got to offer? Because Duke's got nothing. Nothing to offer. Not a thing. I still think Not he's holding sucks. back. There's something he's holding back. No, that's it. That was the build-up to that. Like, I have nothing to offer. Because we know I don't yeah. talk much during news time. I don't have anything to offer during what I've played. I'm just well, useless. You might have something to say news time this week. There's plenty to say. Tell you what, a bit, oh. of a, bit of a thing here for you, Duke. Why don't you try and kind of give us some of your input on the news? You know what I mean? Same. Yeah, try, why don't you try that? Why don't you just say Because this is the time of the show after I've said what I'm going to play. I wait until I have to queue up Vladas. And so what am I supposed to do in that time? Pay attention to what people are saying? Come on, give me no. a break. <clears throat> time to start up the rim. What, I was just going to say, what normally happens, I see a thing come up on my desktop that says, Juice Gaffer is now playing the Elder Scrolls Sky. Yeah, what did it just that's say? What that's what exactly yeah. what That's what he just said. I bet he doesn't do that when he's recording his own show, the didactic. How am I supposed to do that? That makes exactly. no sense. Exactly. But if he's yeah, having the his show... Here's the funny thing, though. If my students knew how much... Uh, hypo- hypocrisy there is here because I'm always telling them stop multitasking do one thing at a time be here now if you devote yourself to a thing you should just devote yourself entirely to it yeah hypocrite asshole wow. Skyrim, you know, while you're podcasting you know, I'm lying scumbag I hope one day I'll visit your school too. <laughs> see yeah, I have something I to offer at school but I got nothing teacher to offer is a liar <laughs> you know what we're going to do at this point right normally we as you know we save all our emails to the end but before we go on to Ginny, right, I'm going to read out an email that's very sort of relevant to what Duke's just been saying. Relevant to what Duke's relevant. Saying. Are you ready for this? No. Yeah. It's from Pinky. And yeah. it's called Smartphones in the Workplace. Ooh. So he says this. I am a supervisor on a structural steel mill. Unfortunately, I spend a great deal of time chasing my crew around, giving shit because they are on their phones. When I say on their phones, I don't mean talking to people. I mean YouTube, Facebook, emails, and even video games. 
For the last little while, they've been playing Marvel War of Heroes. It's available for free on iOS and Android. Have you guys heard of it? It might be worth a try. Anyway, what are your feelings on the constant use of these mobile devices when it comes to the workplace or school, in Duke's case? P.S. I've included a video game comic strip uh, relating to this topic, which is kind of funny, actually. It's sort of a, a guy playing a video game, obviously at work, and the, the boss is behind him going, Damn it, William, stop playing video games at work. And then he says, give me a second, just have to fight this boss. And then he turns around and actually punches his boss ah, rather than fight. I see what they did there. And then he goes, all right, I'm back. Uh, so, Duke, uh, so so playing video games whilst podcasting, playing video games whilst meant to be doing school now, work, all these things seem to be fair. Okay, here's the thing. Hang on a second. First to of be all, fair, to be fair, to be <laughs> fair, to be fair, I feel like I can, because I feel like Skyrim is such a minor distraction like i can do that and podcast yeah at pretty much yeah. the same time oh totally yeah now now i'm going to use a, a very commonly used phrase of mine now you say that you say that you say that but we do and i'm sure the listeners notice you do seem to go missing in action halfway through yeah it's true sometimes i do i mean i'm in and out i'll admit that and that's the thing is that ultimately what i want people to do especially my students i want them to admit how their addictions affect their lives. So I'll admit that I'm addicted to video games, and I'll admit that it affects my life in negative ways sometimes. So I'm working on it, and I recognize that, you know, when I have to say, like, wait, what are you talking about? That's a problem, right? So sometimes I'll go to the show notes, and I'll look at what your cursors are on, and I'll be like, oh, that's the news story that they're talking about. You see, your perception of how it affects the show and ours is probably different. Well, of course. That's why when I go back to listen to it, I'm like, God damn, I really wasn't paying attention there. Yeah. Anyway, but, that the thing, that... Sorry, one last thing. In terms of school, like a lot of teachers are much more strict about the phones than I am. Like I, I Again, I just want to sort of generally uh, encourage my students to sort of recognize the truth about their cell phone addiction or nomophobia as it's called because people don't have access to their phones so they're scared of not having access so it's called nomo as in mobile phobia uh but i i tell them like because you know look when i'm reading my journal writing i'm not gonna tell them to put their cell phone away why my writing is so important you need to put that away but so what is time to do work like put it away kids come on have you have you got no rim phobia then? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got no, no homo phobia. I'm like, eh, I'll be all right. I have to go without. It. I, w- well. I would imagine this this is like an example of one of Duke's classes. Is Carl put the mobile phone on? What are you doing? I- I'm looking up achievements on Skyrim. Okay, that's fine. Fair <laughs> enough. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me that phone. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. Mention Skyrim. They'll be fine. Nothing will yep. happen. Um, yeah, the phones in the workplace. Well, I work in a medical environment, so mobile phones aren't allowed in the main, really. So it's not really an issue for me. What about you, Chini? Are you on your phone um, at work? When yeah, you're meant to be you working? know, look, Matt and I kind of now and again won't go on our phones and stuff. But um, uh, what what bothers me about the phone is, say, me and Tara are watching a film, right? And she'll just go for her phone. She'll just be on Facebook. Or, yeah. fuck me, this gets me. And she'll listen to this show, right? And these are all things that I've said to her to her face, so I'm not scared, right? So, love you, hun. I'm telling her to do something, or I'm waiting for her to go. That's one, that's one there. I'm waiting for her to leave, or I'm waiting for her to do something. I'm waiting for her, right? And she'll be on a phone, and I'll think she's like texting or doing something, and she'll be done in a sec, just on Facebook, just scrolling all the way down until she gets bored. And I'm like, what are you doing? 
what are you doing? Are you on Facebook now? She's like, yeah, but I, I was waiting for you. I was like, oh, shut up. <laughs> so we just waiting for each other. Dur- during a, during a, like a film or something, when we're watching a program, if it's just trash TV, you know what I mean? Like if it's dogging or whatever, then fine. But <laughs> pay attention, Tara. I want you to actually, take she, notes she paid, on this show. Actually, she paid more attention to that than other things. But, <laughs> well, yeah, it's exciting. Um, but like, you know, if we're watching a film, I like to kind yeah, of yeah, I know what you make, mean. And and especially she she says, oh, I'll just start the film. I'm I'm still getting settled. I was like, no, I'll start the film when you are settled. <laughs> By which I uh, turn that thing off. That's that's kind of replaced falling asleep though, hasn't it? Yeah. You know, because it. Uh, uh, you oh, know, and because... she falls asleep with her heartbeat, by the way, as well. Oh, you see, my wife does that, and I do it as well. To be oh, fair, yeah, we, I do, we, I do. I do we not sh- fall asleep easily. No, way. we shout at each other for that. So it's like, are you awake? Yeah. yeah. And it's so accusatory <laughs> sometimes. She's like, "Are you asleep?" I'm like, "Fuck! I got up at five thirty this morning. You lay me off, me. Jesus Christ! I sleep you do that? sleep. Damn." Well, you do that thing as well, don't you? When you're like half asleep, you're just angry for no reason. Well, the thing that annoys me is, like, if I fall asleep during, like, we're watching Lost, all right? So I'll be like, I'll fall asleep and I'll wake up at the end of the episode. And I'll be like, all right, I don't have to watch the end of that tomorrow morning or something. You know what I mean? But she'll wake up. She'll be like, what did I miss? I'm like, I don't know. What did you last remember? She's like, I don't know. I was asleep. I'm like, ah! <laughs> uh, actually, do you're angry when you're awake. I'm angry all the time. That's, yeah. <laughs> There. But see, the thing is, the thing with the mobile phone, because I don't have a mobile phone, I have an iPod Touch, but I will use it when we watch a movie if I know I know, I know that guy from something. Where do I know IMDb. him from? IMDb. I'll look but, up. Exactly. I'll do it if, if it's on TV or something, I'll do it in the break. Yeah. Or I'll do it after. I'll do it in the middle of the movie, though. I, I don't do it in the middle of the movie. Not it's, in the theater, but if we're watching at home? No. If we're watching at home, like, no, I want to watch the fucking film. I don't care where he's from. I'll figure it out later. Jenny <laughs> turns into Cranky Duke when he's watching a movie. Do, it pisses me do you know? Do you know? I'm with you, though. I, I, do you know what? I'm as bad. I sit there with my iPad, and I'm like, oh, just check Facebook. Oh, just check Twitter. See, I don't oh. do that shit during, during a movie, Stu. Yeah. No, well, just in general, oh, you know? And it's see, like, I'm oh, not it's, that guy. It's taking over, man. Yeah, but that's the thing, man. Let me, let me just ask you this. Um, what do you think? Right, I, I wanted to talk about this a bit later. Aren't you glad that we do this instead of what you've been playing, Chinny? Yeah, but we'll talk about this well, now. I've been how how pissed pissed off, How pissed off are you, right? I mean, Twitter is a good idea, right? Facebook is a good idea. Of course. But for damn sake, if I see one more update from Raptor saying such and such a body has just got this achievement <laughs> on whatever freaking game that I don't even care about, or such and such a body has just got however many hundreds of thousands of coins in some weird Facebook game, or somebody you know what I mean? I'm just like, so you, turn you, them off! You have, to, you have to ratchet up the consequences then. If somebody has their Raptor stuff fed into their Twitter feed, unfollow that person. And I tell them why. Off. I don't have For it. God's yeah. Turn it Oh, it's bad enough, right? Getting e- I can't, I've, right. I've recently updated my Raptor account because someone said, oh, your, your Bioshock Infinite's not showing up in Raptor. Maybe you need to activate your Steam thing properly. So I was like, oh, all right. So I went in and did it, right? And now I keep getting bloody here. Such and such anybody has bypassed you in Bioshock. And I'm like, I played that about five years ago. I don't care. Bioshock I'm not one? Bothered. Yeah. <laughs> Like, because obviously someone's picked it up with Bioshock Infinite, and it's like, oh, they bypassed. That's the thing. Raptor is relevant. Everybody wants to be relevant to new media, and not everything is relevant to new media. Raptor is a type of thing where it's like, how? What have I been doing with my games? You can keep track of it for your own benefit. Nobody cares who other people got for achievements. But I the don't. trouble is, right? 
the trouble is, as soon as people link shit like that to the Facebook or the Twitter account, I just stop reading what they're putting because in a moment, because if it comes up every time they get another achievement or they get another trophy or they get another whatever, I'm just like, eh, none of them are relevant. They're just shit. It's just shit. It's just shit I don't care about because I don't care about any of it. I mean, what about you, Chinny? What do you think of all this guy? Auto tweeting. Nice guy. No, I'm not joking. I mean, um, <laughs> it's not gay. I like gays. Uh, not that way. Maybe one day. Well, he makes you happy, you mean? Right. So, um, Mark, yeah. If if people have that on their, account, I don't unfollow them. I'm not that harsh. It doesn't really bother me because it's just a small space on a computer screen of a phone. Um, but, um, yeah, it does. I do. I. Oops, sorry. I do do that thing. <laughs> drop it everything. Is that your brain falling out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more. That's the penny dropping. Um, oh. No, uh, it, it does kind of make me ignore the rest of their tweets. It does. Oh, sure. It does. Sorry, that. <laughs> you know the way my mind works. That's just reminding me of a really gross story someone told me at work the other day. Oh. <laughs> Somebody told me this story, right? That someone had. What did he call those things that you get up your nose? You know, the little... Dogging? No. No, those, like, they're like little nodule things you get up there. I can't okay. remember what the hell. You get them on your vocal cords and stuff as well. Okay. They're like, they're like a cyst, but they're not. They're a bit like a cyst up your nostrils. Okay. But anyway, polyps. Polyps, that's it. He was telling me, right, he said... A lot of got, polyps. He said, <laughs> right, he said he had a polyp up his nose, right? Right. I said... What the hell's a polyp? Right. And he's like, oh, it's just a thing that's attached to one of my membranes in my nose. And he said, when I blew my nose too hard, it popped out, right, on a bit of sinew stuff, right? And I was like, oh, what the f? Oh, that is gross, right? And then he went, right, well, this is, that's not the gross bit, right? And then he went, I, when I, got, I had one before, I tried to pull it out myself. Oh, the pain were excruciating, right? So I'm suddenly like, oh, my God. What the hell's right? wrong with you? Then he went, oh, but I heard this story about a guy who had an operation, right? And this is true, right? If anyone ever starts a story with this is true, you, you automatically, it's not going to be true, is it? So he says, this, they basically scrape them out, right? You have an operation, put you under general anesthetic. Well, I'm done from the show. Well, listen, right? He said, but they went too far and started scraping his brain, right? All right we're no. done with this discussion, this story, whatever it is. Moving on. Jesus wept. And that person <laughs> was Peter Moore. <laughs> and then they were dead. Uh, anyway, moving on to you, Chitty Games. So let's get back to games. What yeah. have you been playing? Um, so I've been playing... <laughs> <sighs> anyway, video games. <laughs> Brain Scraper 2. No, uh, I've been playing... I think I've just had one. <laughs> um, Gears of War. Oh, very nice. What, the actual single player? I've been playing the single player. I've been playing the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll talk about the multiplayer first. Okay. It's very good. Oh, so you've got over the no fat four maps thing then? I've got over that. There's a download for extra two maps. Um, okay. Well done to them. Oh. So you've gone, oh, stingy, stingy. Oh, it's fine. No, but what, what I will say though is it's very good. I am disappointed that there's not enough maps. There should be more. There should be five more. But hey, apart from that... There's a few things that change the game a little bit. Well, can I, can I just, just before you move on, can I ask you, could the separate formats be transferred to both game modes, or are they specific? did it have to be specifically for the game modes they designed for? Uh, specifically for the game modes. Yeah, so they couldn't have cross-transferred anyway? No. Yeah, no, fair enough. Maybe they could have, but they didn't. 
Because the game modes are designed to be very like played in a specific way, like yeah, the one where you're rushing the e-hole cover. They need to have like avenues that go a certain direction. Anyway, so playing the multiplayer, uh, shoot you, you. You know, you played a lot of Gears of War, so you'll you'll know. I did. Um, I played loads. There's, there's a few things that change it a lot, for the good. Um, one of the obvious ones is the weapon change. The weapon change is now assigned to the Y button, which makes it very quick. Yeah, I like that. Um, very cool. The grenade is the most, the second most obvious change. You tap the LB button, you throw it immediately. You don't have to change your weapon on the D-pad anymore. Boom. Right. Uh, by the way, uh, Feng Chui hates the fact that he can't grenade tag anyone anymore. He can. Well, he didn't think you could. He was like, you can't do it anymore. Well, it's awful. Tell Sean that yeah. he's yeah. stupid because you can. All right. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't tell him he was stupid. Okay. Just, just tell him he's thick then. All right. So... You, you hold the LB button and you press B to tag. Why do you have to press two buttons to do one thing? You did. You pressed two buttons to tag before. Did you? I thought you just pressing press LB. up on the D-pad to get the grenades out. Uh, I guess so, but yeah, it's but it's not time to be playing with the phone. Aim, because mm-hmm. you were already carrying it. Once you had it in your hand, you could just tag someone. Anywho, you're, you're all right. Stretch. So that's that's the that's the second kind of biggest change. I'll tell you the third. Biggest change, and this is the one that really messes with your mind. You don't notice it straight away, and you don't realize how big a change it is, but it is huge. It's the biggest change in gears, I think. Gay people. No, they're fine. I like them. I don't know why I'm picking on them. No, no, right now. I don't know why you, you, you seem to bring that up every week. I'm compensating. I'm compensating. Is it, is it just me, Drew? He seems to mention it every week in some way, shape, I'm or trying form. To, I'm trying to come yeah, out slowly. We should, all we can do is be here and hope that he ca- yep. gets to the point where he can talk about it soon. Yep. And we'll support him. We'll give him uh, hey, hey, I'm not, let's not go crazy. Yeah. Nice to know that Ian. Maybe I'll support him, but I don't. As long as he promises not to butt sex me. Oh, well, I am promising shit. You might kind of like it. Anyway, Gears of War. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Hey, you started a gay. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> you say that like it's an accusation. It's okay. Um, the, 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 the biggest change, I think, is that you can fall. No. Okay. What do you mean you can fall? Sounds minor. Right. So, wait, you mean like stumble? You can no, you can fall off a ledge. Oh. So, for example, if there's a window, and the floor is quite far down on the other side, you could jump through the window and fall down and go to the bottom. If there is a bridge, you can walk off the edge and fall down. You see, what I was gonna say is, I'm not shocked because them them like armor, you know, that armor that they wear it does look a bit clumsy. Like, you know, I could imagine he might stumble a bit well, when they're running around. Well, la 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 But so this 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 changes a lot because I was hiding behind this wall and there's some stairs and I knew that the person had to go down the stairs to get me. Nope, he just jumps over the wall. And I'm like, fuck, of course. So there's so many different things where it changes the game now, um, and. I'd have to say, it feels a lot better. I know it's a little bit, mm, I'm not sure, but it's so much better. I think that, I think it's a, a step in the right direction. Really enjoying the multiplayer. I think it's fantastic. Maybe better than Gears of War 3. <gasps> However, sadly not as many maps, you fuckers. Um, <laughs> but, you know, oh, you can say, oh, season pass or whatever, but no. So, you know, the additional two, is that one for each game mode? It's one for or each game mode. Two? I think it's one for each game mode. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a bit poor. Yeah, it's like a slow. Two for each game mode might not have been too bad. Yeah, that would have been that would have sweetened the deal a bit. But maybe they'll do another free one down the line. Anyway, it does suck, but okay, fine. So the single player. I was really interested in the single player game because you know Tom Bissell, friend of the show, uh, doesn't know me, doesn't care, but a friend of the show, he um, wrote the single player, and I was th- yeah. I was thinking I am looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. The problem is. There is a thing in the game called declassified mode. Now, do we know what this is? Yes, yes I've heard about this. It's to extra box missions. To explain it, to, the, the, the game is kind of like um, people's memories. It's like a. Ba- it's like, like Black a, or uh, Dragon yeah. Age Two. It's like it's, it's a flashback uh, and and so on and so on. So bad or some of the other characters are talking through, and they're saying, "Oh, it's like this," and you hear the voiceover. There's a uh, a gears icon on the wall, and if you go up to it, it will make the section. Um, like the game split up into these small pockets of like <clears throat> missions, basically, and it'll make this next mission slightly harder. It will give you poorer vision. It will give you only pistols, or it will give you a timer that you have to do it to. And basically, they shouldn't call it declassified mode. They should call it suck all the fucking fun out of the game mode. Do you have to do it? No, but What's the, gamer the, in, the gamer in me, Duke, wants to. And the gamer in me will have to at some point. <laughs> all right? However, it took us a few times. Even if you don't want to do them, Duke, like yourself, it takes a few times for you to do them and fail and retry and retry for you to realize that. Already by then, you're pissed uh-huh. off. Yeah, okay? that's annoying. So even for someone like you that would probably ignore them after a while, you still got pissed off very early on in the game. Not a good way to start your oh, game. Definitely not. It took us a, a while. Then today we started playing it again today, and we started skipping them, just just yeah. skipping them. All right, and the game is so much better. Yeah. However, again, Uh-oh. however, it does feel like the game is broken up into these like this bit, this bit. It's just tiny yeah. little options. It right. doesn't feel like it flows as well as like a, a, a normal gears. It just feels broken up. So as good as Tom Bissell's little story is, and it, it, the story there is is quite nice. I think it's told well. Uh, the dialogue seems to be a little bit more advanced than the other ones, but. You can't. It, it's hard to get through to it because of all this gamey stuff in the in the way. Yeah, it's sad. I feel. Did sad. You, you see that thing, that interview with him, where he's talking about like how little in, influence they actually have on all of it? No. There was a thing I posted. I think that um, I don't remember who it was. I mean, Jason Gallagher or Seth or somebody uh, gave me sent me a link that was a discussion with Tom Bissell and the other dude who wrote it with him. And, like, they were saying that, like, very little of the process is really up to them because there, there's so much of the story that is determined by the people who work on gameplay, the people who work on, you know, level design and all that stuff. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought- well, do you, not, do you not think, you know, we know from our experience and listening to interviews with other game developers that, you know, for instance, Bioshock Infinite, I'm sure that the story was built and the gameplay was secondary. Yeah. Oh, sure. But, but you know what I mean? The story like, was written. It's not entirely one or the other. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's a good deal of oh. it that's dependent <laughs> on each other. They have to go back and forth. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But I think the the from my experience, the best written games, you know, ones that are really yeah. a story, right? Dragon are Age, the ones. Uh, uh, yeah. Mass Effect. Yeah, the one that are written as a story, and then they add the gameplay yeah. to it, oh, you know, and and then work it together, you know, when they need yeah. to make adaptions or whatever and change it. As I just think it was a case where. 
he it's it's one thing to talk about and criticize certainly game writing and then when he actually did it he found that there was a lot more to it as we often do when we do anything so true but again you know it depends which designer it is and how they're going about it doesn't it yeah For so sure. I, I mean i like it I, if if it was if it was me all right if it was me it's not but if it was me I would have made these declassified mission things unlockable after your first playthrough. Yeah. Yeah. That, like an additional reason to go back and play it again. That would have been a, a brilliant reason to go back. A brilliant yeah. reason. I would have done it, maybe even used to you. You would have, might have been tempted to do it because it changes the game. It does really change the levels. Right? It changes yeah. the enemies that come at you. It does make it harder, but different. In a, it doesn't just turn up the health and turn down your health and make their accuracy more. It changes the way the level plays out. It's an interesting way to change the game. So what saddens me is it's a good idea. The problem is I don't want it thrown at me straight away. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. You're done goofed, Epic. Saying that, it's probably one mm-hmm. of the best feeling... Gears of War games I've ever played. It's very quick. It's cool. I played Gears of War 1 um, online this week as well. And mm. just out of interest, because I knew that there's, there's a downloadable version of Gears of War 1 with Judgment. Surgeons of it. So I thought people were playing it. And sure enough, there were. There was plenty of people playing it. I played it, and I, I've killed many, many people on that game. I've got seriously the, the seriously achievement before... I do not want to go back to that game. It gives <laughs> me like these weird kind of tension, anxiety feelings when <laughs> playing it, and I just get so stressed playing it. Um, and then I play Judgment straight after, and it's so much quicker, so much easier. You don't stick to the walls as much. Um, yeah, all the little things that you miss. Uh, uh, so do you do you think that was the influence of people can fly in on the way that they developed and, and made Bully Storm? You know, just some of that stuff coming over into Gears of War. Well, you, uh, what, what, what from Bullet Storm? Mm. Yeah, I mean they 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 turned a Gears of War into a, a more gamey game because that was all about fluidity, and, was wasn't fine, it? That was fine, but look, you, 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 in Bullet Storm, it doesn't stop you, does it? You don't have to go to a thing on the nope. wall and go, do you want to make this harder now? You know, the whole game was just like this point system. It was genius. It was great. It was fun. It but was, it's also it, the type of thing where, like, just by virtue of the fact that you work on games for a while, you're going to learn things about how to do it better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I'm just disappointed in that. I wish it was an unlockable mode. But it, it is a fun game. I mean, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Okay. Anything else this week for you? Um, Duke play, Duke, as Duke said, I bought Full X Palco because it was half price. Yay. I've also played Gears of War 1, which I just mentioned. I've also played Darksiders 2. Oh, how only, that? I've got that now. I own it, but I haven't played only it. Only for about an, an hour and a half, not very far into it. Um, what I'll say about it is, it looks like more Darksiders. So if you've played Darksiders 1, um, you know, it's more of the same. Very good combat, um, theatrical kind of comic book style nonsense going on. Um, the, 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 the art style is very cartoony comic book stuff the animation isn't realistic animation either it's that kind of over the top cartoony stuff um voice acting's good uh is it mark hamill that's in it uh he makes an appearance I the joker think he, 
Uh-huh. He is. I think you could be right. I'm not 100% sure, but I think you might be right. It definitely sounds like him. It definitely sounds like him. So I'd say it's... I'm going to hazard a guess and say it's him. Um, well, what I will say, I mean, there's a bit of platforming. It's the same stuff. You ride a horse, you go to this bit, you do some combat. There's lots of loot, apparently. I haven't really experienced it yet. And there's a lot of kind of backtracking. There's a hub world. So it's, it is like the Zelda game, and it's more of the same from Darksiders. So it's a cool game if you like your Zeldas and you hack and slash. However, the, the great thing I'll say about this game that I'm really, really, really impressed with is the score, the music. The music is awesome. I was, I just find myself running through the world, tacking and slashing things, just listening to the music. The music is just amazing, just so impressive. So, um, so far, it's pretty good. I'm impressed, um, but the music is just blowing me away. So I'll, I'll continue playing because I did like Dark Siders. I feel like it's too long. Uh, Dark Siders one was too long. It used to kind of make you go round things and go the long way for no reason. And I started yeah, to see that. That when you first I, I, I started to see that in Dark Siders two, the exact same thing. There's like the straight on way, or you could go round and you couldn't go straight on, so you had to go round. And like, but that is the that same just shit. Ex- it's just to extend the gameplay. But though, like, it, it takes me. It's, it's almost like that. Minutes. Tantalizing. I know. It's like a tantalizing. Look, it's only there, but you have to go through all these doors and sideways corridors like, and stuff. It's not even that far. Not even five minutes. Mm. It's like a minute extra of walking around. But uh, but that reminded me of uh, Alan Wake because that did that a lot, didn't it? You didn't that was notice cool. it as much, you know. No, I think it was done in a cool way because you could see the light in the distance and you knew where you had to get to. But yeah, but that's like, of... that's really far away. But I'm talking about yeah, there's this bridge that's out. And you have to jump on some platforms on the roads. And I'm like, just let me right. cross the fucking bridge. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, let's just do that. Mm. So I, I, there's a bit of that in it. And I've heard... Redundant gameplay. I've heard that, yeah, you, I've heard that Darksiders 2 is very long. It's about 35 hours or something. I know, it's just like, does it need to be that long? You know, they, they, they could cut, they could All cut the like 10 hours out of it and it would still, it would be good. Mm. But, hey, whatever. I think when it's a single player only game, it doesn't matter that much, does it? How long does Bioshock take? Uh, Bioshock Infinite took me about 11 and a half, 12 hours. And that's fine. Yeah, that's a, that to me is a nice length of game. But even shorter games, I don't mind if they're good. No, limbo. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm not one of these people who go, oh, I wish I'd had another seven hours of that. I'm just like, yeah, it's done. There's, it felt well, like a, it should be done. There's a feeling to it, isn't there? There's like this yeah. feeling... It's weird because you play Fallout and you you still feel like because I don't know there's something about Fallout and Skyrim that you just want more and more and more but there is a point where you go well I want to I want to I want to end this at some point well unless you duke yeah you want to what you never want exactly. what are you talking about to, you crazy person and, and, and we call a duty it's it's just a pacing thing it's it's something that's like play tested and judged and oh, it, yeah it's weird but Dark Souls for some reason they're like they're like the, the, the Peter Jackson of the gaming world. They just don't know when to fucking cut things down. <laughs> they do. I think the thing is, you know, when a, when a game's good and varied, and you don't feel, even though you might be doing the same mechanics over and over again, if, if the sort of acting's different, or the scenes are different, or the setting's different, you don't seem to notice it as much. If you're playing a game where everything's a bit similar, and, you know, the next area looks like the last area, as in Crisis 3, for instance, is a good example, you, you soon get a bit sort of bored of it. You know, you're like, oh, I'm a bit bored. So I'll be honest, I have no idea why I'm not bored with Skyrim. 
Like I can't explain it. It's because weird. it's it's like a giant, well-realized world but within so a video. Oblivion. And I got yeah, more I think it's and after a, a certain point. It's a, it's a comfort zone, though, isn't it? It's like what yeah. what people play Call of Duty. It's it's just this. I know all the game yes. mechanics. I don't have to. Inv- when I start a new game, it's a bit of a chore because I have to go right. Yes. What's this? True. I have to learn this. I have to learn this. You go in Skyrim. You know exactly where all your hotkeys are. You know exactly what's yeah, in yeah. your house. It's, a, it's another world that you're going to. That's why people love Minecraft. You just go in and you do your thing. Yeah, and I think well, you saw that another world is on, uh, what you call it? I know, but I've got it on the iPad, so <laughs> I'm not interested, really. Uh, you don't really I've already played it. I played it again recently, and it's still as infuriatingly hard as it ever was, but it's still kind of cool to look uh, at. On Steam, it's got an easier mode. I know, I saw that. I did I did see that, but not for eight quid. I'm just like, eh. You really they can me. stick it on Steam, and I'm not interested. Yeah. Um, Okay, cheers for that chinny there for okay the uh, war rundown. Uh, and on that note, I think we need to do some Vlados for this week. Yeah, I thought we'd, you know, try and cheer things up a bit. There you go. What about that? And the game review. Review. Hello, friends. Vlados here again for another. No, don't tell me Duke forgot again. No, he didn't. Ah! Indie game review review. Hello friends, Vlados here. Man Duke is such a loser. He has nothing to offer. Fortunately, I do. This week's indie game is Quiet Christmas, the sequel to the indie puzzle game Quiet Please. Remember that game with the 8-bit graphics and the silly little puzzles? Well, this game is pretty much the same thing, except it's Christmas. So obviously April is a perfect time to play it. You run around and grab items and use them to solve puzzles and stuff. But you can only carry one item at a time. The graphics are simple but cute, and the sound effects are charming. It's very basic, but the puzzles are fun enough. So if you want an amusing little diversion, you could do worse. Have you looked on the Xbox Indie Games? There's some total garbage on there. This game is not total garbage. That's a quote you can use on the box, dude. <laughs> Quiet Christmas is 80 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie Games. Vlados out, yo. Duke sucks. <laughs> yeah, he does. Why yeah, gotta, he does. you gotta go there every time, man? Well, you did do a very bad impression of it last week, to be fair. Yes, so I, can't, I you did. Know. I can't blame her for being a bit miffed at you, really, you know. She uh, yeah, eat my ass. I, I saw this, and I, I like the Quiet Please game, so I thought, oh, we'll have a look at this one. Um, I'm assuming this just got stuck in either development and got time to finish it or something, or it got stuck amongst the sort of being certified to go on the indie games for ages or something weird, because I would imagine this was planned to come out for Christmas, which would have been a hell of a lot more appropriate. Well, um, Christmas, Easter, they're both something to do with fucking Jesus. <laughs> I guess. Um, but I liked it. I like the art style. I like the way it works. It's so cute. I love the fact that, you know, it's all about turning off the stuff that's annoying the hell out of you so you can get to sleep. You know, because I love the beginning. I just want to go to sleep so I can wake up on Christmas morning <laughs> so I can have my presents and there's all this stuff going on. Um, I'm not entirely sure how they're sort of making cookies. I'm assuming it's you're making cookies to, to leave out for Father Christmas so you can set everything up for oh, yeah, so when you go. So, so you can put the kid to sleep. Ah, uh, is that what that is? God, he drives you potty. He doesn't even run around after you, giving you grief yeah, all the time. It's a little boy. He's, I think he's your brother or something. 
Yeah. And you can tickle him, which yeah. I thought was kind of cute. He's annoying you and following you, and you have to put cool milk and cookies out for Santa to get to bed. Oh, the funniest bit of that was I picked up the twig um, from, you know, from right. the snow map. You burst the and, thing. and then I put the twig down, and the little lad picked up and went, yeah, twig! And then went running around with the twig for ages before he dropped it again. So I thought that was kind of cute. Um, but yeah, it's a cool little sort of puzzly little indie game. It's cute. It's nice. Kids would love it, you know. So I like Jimmy. What Mad- do you think? Jim, Jimmy and Madeline would hate this. They won't. Do you think so? Why? Uh, they just they don't have time for such activities. Um, <clears throat> so ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was fine. How much is it? Eighty points. Yep, that's about right. Um, yeah. I won't pay any more than that. Put it that way. No, it's 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 a nice little cute game. Um, I got as far. I burst the Santa with the stick. I put the, some of the milk and butter in the bowl. I couldn't find another thing, and that was it. So you don't really yeah, get I, much taste of the game. No, because it, it, there's a lot of areas locked out, isn't there? He goes, oh, you have to buy the full game to get in this area. And I was tempted. I must admit, I was tempted because I wanted to find out what happened next. I'd, I'm assuming the end of the game will be Father Christmas coming or something like that, which I thought would be kind of cool. So. Maybe just the house blows up. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? That'd be fun. But yeah. But it's a nice little diversion, I think. If you want some diversion, then it's it's kind of cute. We like it. Like that. Cheer and Jew. Jew, what did you think? Yeah, it's all right. Um, it was, you know, it's it's a lot like the first game. It's puzzly. It's cute. It's okay. I, I wasn't blown away by it. I didn't buy it, but eh, I can see somebody looking for a point-and-click fix. They could they could help out with that. Yeah, it was kind of nice, wasn't it? It was kind of nice. But right. That being said. I think it's time for some Chinese news. I'm excited. There's lots of news this week. It's a big news week. Putting news first. <laughs> <Do you know? clears throat> Every week. Every week. <sighs> Sup. Sup, bitches. Sup. <laughs> All right, yeah, news. <laughs> the news. Uh, next Xbox reveal, 21st of May, apparently. There's some rumors going around with this shit, so let's have a look. Oh, no, the pay- I opened them all up ready for once, and they all kind of timed out on me for some reason. Oh, no. Fuck. Hold on. Just wait for Google Chrome <laughs> to do its thing. Okay. Um, yes, apparently, uh, there's some kind of rumors going around. Uh, and yes, next Xbox will be revealed on the 21st of May. Um, suggested costs of it will be $500. Ooh, which is cute. What do you think? $500. Are you going to part with that kind of cash? $500? Jack Wooden wipes his ass with $600. So, yeah, $500 or $300 with a subscription. Now, we heard these rumors before. Uh, Five hundred dollars is roughly three hundred twenty-six pounds sterling. Yeah. It'll be three hundred ninety-nine, but it won't well. be three hundred twenty-six pounds. It will yeah, be three hundred ninety-nine, probably. Be four hundred quid. Yes. Uh, so yeah, there's some other rumours going along with it. Uh, let me just dig them out. Um, bah, 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 bah. Always connected has been. Yeah, well, we've had it. It's been tweeted this week by yeah. um, someone from... And there's been news about that as well. Yeah. Uh, so, 
yes, some some people have had kind of leaked internal, not leaks, but like in, they've had this kind of the mock up. What what do they call it? The dev kit. Yeah. Uh, and they, they, there's instructions with it. There's instructions with it that say that it always needs to be connected to the internet, which sparks rumours that it always has to be connected to play games. <clears throat> so, well then, uh, but then Microsoft Studios creative director Adam Orff uh, tweeted, uh, didn't get the drama over the console requiring an online connection. Adding, every device is now always on. That's the world we live in. Hashtag deal with it. Yeah, and then somebody That's said. Right. Oh, but there are places where people don't have an always-on internet connection. He's like, where? And they're like, Utah, move somewhere like that. And he goes, why would I move somewhere like that? What a prick. So, yeah. Uh, Then Microsoft went, "Um, we are aware of the comments made by the employee on Twitter. This person is not a spokesperson for Microsoft, and his personal views are not reflective of those in the company. We have not made any announcements about our product roadmap and have no further comment on this matter. But they didn't go, no, we're not going to be doing that. So they skirted around it a little bit, didn't they? To That's because spokespeople yeah. know not to talk about that stuff. Yeah. So, so they didn't confirm or deny it. another bit of news. So Microsoft kind of sort of danced around it a little bit um, yeah. by denying it, but not quite denying it. Um, however, uh, there has been rumours uh, talking about the Xbox and consoles and so on. Uh, Daisy, there might be uh, a Daisy console version. This is getting more and more likely. Uh, the dude uh, Dean Hall, is it? Is it Dean Hall? Yeah, it is. Uh, it is said indeed. to the Escapist. Certainly, I think if we don't, for a better word, fuck up the PC release, then I would say a console port is almost certain. I know a lot of people get really hot and bothered about it. Like I'm not a console gamer. Uh, I'm a PC gamer, but I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's necessary. It necessarily has to hurt things. Uh, he's been in talks with Sony, so we could see a Daisy version on the PS4 or the PS3. And I am very, very. Um, I'd be skeptical if uh, Microsoft let this one pass. No, well, you know, I'm the opposite. I would imagine this to me is the sort of thing that Sony would go for. I'm not as convinced with Microsoft. Well, they went for Minecraft, didn't they? Remember, they jumped at it. Yeah, they they did, I guess. But I think they'll be maybe biding the time first and seeing how he goes on the PC. No, I don't think so. Because they lose, they'll lose. Um, But then, what if what if Sony get the you know get the exclusive on the platform? I, I don't think they can. I don't think they can do it. I don't think they. I think Microsoft have a bit, bit more muscle that way. But I do think it's a bit. If those prices are true for the next Xbox, I think that might be a mistake. If it's four hundred dollars. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. what, what do you think? Just going slightly back to that, what do you think about this subscription model? You know, uh, you know, paying a lesser price as long as you say subscribe to, you know, Xbox Live through Microsoft for the next two. Can we already do that? Kind of, but you can shop around, can't you? You yeah. can sort of go online and get it, and you just renew it every year. But they tie into say a three-year contract, so you sort of get the console, uh, and then you have to buy it off them for the next three years. And if you sort of recant on that, you have to pay the full price for your console. I, 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 that doesn't bother me. I know it bothers a lot of people because a lot of people get deals on their Xbox Live, but I just renew mine, so it doesn't really bother me. Yeah, so that's something you'd probably be interested in. And they get that loyalty then for if that's, years. If that's, if that's the deal, then yeah, I won't, that won't care. But if it's if it's different, then yeah, maybe now, not. Now, to but, be fair, there is an important difference between the PS4 and the next generation of Xbox. 
Xbox ain't got games. It ain't got games. That is a good argument, Chad Warden. I didn't yeah. think of that. Um, this, this. In fact, both of them don't have any games at the moment because they don't <laughs> exist. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what they don't have. Star Wars thirteen thirteen. They don't have that game, do they? Eh? You know, just. Why? What do you mean? Why? Are you being crazy? You're just messing now. I don't you? know. Is it a PS3 four exclusive now? Oh my god, it haven't. Have you been under a rock? I didn't already? realize that meant that the game was dead. Oh yeah, that the game's dead. Lucas oh, just... dead, everybody. Because Lucas I know Arts that. But I didn't know the game was cancelled. Oh, anyway, <laughs> That LucasArts was making is gone, including ah. Star Wars 1313 is a gone. Yes, that is the other news. Lucas is that like the last nail in the coffin of Battlefield 3? Yeah, that, uh, Battlefield, not Battlefield 3. You mean... Uh, Ever. Same you know exact what, I, goddamn game, same exact title, except there's a slightly different word. I, don't I know, I know. What you mean. Uh, Battlefield. Three. Yeah, LucasArts, a nearly 30-year-old cornerstone brand in video gaming, said today it would cease today. I mean... Whatever day it was, uh, it would cease all developments. It was more than a publisher of Star Wars games like Dark Forces or X-Wing. LucasArts gave us point-and-click adventures from uh, Secrets of Monkey Island, Grim Fandango, Manic Mansion, and Full Throttle. Um, but I did not know that this meant 1313 was done. Yeah, that is very. Sad. Also, did Playground of Destruction, the Mercenaries game. That game was awesome. Come on, where's the music? There we go. That game was awesome. Yeah, I think this is very sad, I have to say. I mean, for me, you know, for me, it is a point and click stuff I remember most Star fondly. Oh, it's 1313, though. I know, it's gone, mate. I mean, there is talk. They said, you know, what someone could else buy that, up. right? Yeah, but they're saying the cost of the license for it, nobody's going to touch you with a dirty stick. But don't Disney have... They, they publish games. Yeah, but Disney bought LucasArts and closed them. That's what I'm saying. Disney them. can still publish games. Potentially. So, so Potentially. hold on. They closed LucasArts, but they could still get that game out the door. They're shipping that Disney Infinite, Infin, Infin, Infinity shit, that Skylander stuff. But they can ship you've got games. I know, listen, right, but what you've got to ask yourself... You wouldn't do this we've, to me, Disney. Listen, we've seen all of those cool, you know, videos for Star Wars 1313, and apparently the central character was going to be Boba Fett, apparently, as well it's come out since it was all shut down, which would have been very cool, I have to say. Um, but, but as far as we're aware, they were just fancy tech demos, and there's nothing to say they even had any more substance than that. You know, it might have just been that one thing they had to show off, and there was really nothing else there behind it or anything. But so there might not have even really even but, been a game. But 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 th- that's how I'm 13. thinking of it. I know, I know, it's a goner. Um, oh, whatever, I'll but it's sad. Fuck it. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's fine. So uh, Peter Moore is a dude. And it, he is a dude. He's been talking about the. Um, he, he's one of the, the big chiefs. Uh, EA Sport is he top of the uh, lead. Well, he's something. He's also some shit. He's also potentially the big chief in waiting, I guess. Mm. 
you know, once you've done the rounds of, you know, interviewing and what have you for the next... He used to work uh, for Microsoft. Yeah. He used to work for Microsoft. He's known for having tattoos of different things, of game announcements on his... It's something like, and I can't remember, it's something like the second in command, Whatever. the chief operating no officer. Cares, but everyone cares that he had tattoos of Halo 2 announcements on his arm and all this bullshit. He's the COO. No one cares. Right, so, uh, EA... <laughs> it's really ridiculous having tattoos of game announcements. Uh, so... The EA has not been not been having positive press. In fact, it was kind of said that it was one of the worst companies in America, which is ridiculous. Uh, and it's done that for the second year in a row on Consumerist Annual Poll. Is that right? That's it, yeah. Wow. And more brushed off these accusations as generic internet rage over what's whatever popular uh, blah, 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 blah. Basically, we're saying... Uh, it, it, that he's, he's brushing them off because of the LGBT-friendly policies or something. Yeah, right. So, Ask if that had anything to do with it. Is he really that stupid? Well, it's PR stuff, though, isn't it? Uh, I'll read it out. More brushed off these accusations as, <laughs> as generic internet rage over whatever's popular and noted that much of this negativity amounts uh, um, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> what do we, can't we do this like about two o'clock in the afternoon on this show? I know we great. Um, came about from uh, conservative organisations uh, urging users to vote against EA due to its LGBT-friendly policies. No, it's People not because you fucked the pooch when it came to SimCity. Poochie, poochie. Get out of my face with this bullshit. I now have to go to space. Poochie, poochie. I, like, I like this comment. Look, listen. Look, he, he's refuting it, Duke. Here he says, look, many continue to claim that always on function in SimCity is DRM. It's not. People still want Who to argue about it. It is. It sucks. And people hate you because of it. Also, Origin. We, we can't be any clearer. It's not. You can <laughs> say it all you want. It doesn't make it true. He also says it on your origin. Doesn't matter if it's that or something else. It's still stupid. Look, the reason I stabbed your grandmother was not because I hate her, because I thought she had a splinter in her stomach. He also says people also uh, uh, quote some claim that there's no room for Origin as a competitor to Steam. Forty-five million registered users are, are proving that wrong. Yes, they have to register. God damn, that's like they play the goddamn games. Well, you know, people love giving their taxes because they do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! What a turd! But they've, but they've what a also steaming, they've, smelly turd. They've also pulled all of the games from Steam, so you can only get them on Origin. Yeah, there. That's the other reason. Yeah. Unbelievable! They're trying to monopolize turd. their own games. <laughs> also, See? um, look, you asked Duke to join in more on the new section. I where you get him? Except I'm... my yelling. Peter Moore was out seen with Bob the businessman at local bars in San Francisco. Did yeah, I? And it was an awesome afternoon. That's it. I'm done. I have nothing else to offer. <laughs> Do you know what? If if Bob the businessman was real, they would be best of mates, wouldn't they? They would be like besties. Um, they would be like. If? And we are. That's I'm like, really gone now. Bob the the businessman was said to be quoted fuck the little guy fuck him fuck him on all their stupid little houses alright I know I said I was coming back I was leaving 
Here's the thing. <laughs> Peter Moore's right. Here's the, look. The, the, the church people, they hate the fact that we love the gays. All right? EA, we're all big and good with the queers. And, and everybody hates that, so they say we're a bad company. That's the problem. When you let idiots vote, which is basically anybody, uh, they're going to vote for stupid things. But that's because we love fags. Bobby, I can't say that. I'm sorry. Uh, fairies. We love fairies. The fairies. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Bob, you are so right, absolutely incorrect. All right, go away, Bob. It is not real. So, God, Bob, guy's so obnoxious, man. Why do you even let him on the show? To continue his statement, Bob said, fuck the little guy, fuck him and all their stupid shitty houses. Me and Peter Moore, we're on this shit. In fact, we're on a boat, <laughs> motherfuckers. Get out of our face. We don't give a shit about your DRM. Go That's whatever. True. You and your piracy games, you fucked it all up. Not us. We're just riding the boats to America, baby. Motherfuckers. But, but the question is, does he own the boat he's on? That's a question, isn't it, really? He, of course he does. He's he paying with all his consultancy money. Um, You've got to be careful of not having a party on a boat you don't own. That's all I'm saying. Jude <laughs> uh, knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think. that's right, baby. <laughs> uh, it's Spanish for remember your mother. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> anyway, sorry, in-joke there, Chini Carrier. Uh, mobile gaming is fucked or over, as this guy says. Uh, one of the founders oh, <laughs> one of the founders of uh, Atari? Oh, yeah, they made that Alone in the Dark game. Uh, all right. That's what they're known for. Now, uh, Nolan Bushnell uh, claimed that mobile games, uh, the ecosystem of mobile games, is now on borrowed time. Well, what do we think about this? Um, I have nothing to offer. I think he's sort of kind of right in one way, but wrong in another. Because I think the games that get all the publicity and and have the big companies behind them pushing them and all this freemium stuff will still do pretty well. But I think what will happen is some of the more creative games will go by the wayside because they won't make money in, in the mobile platform because there's just too much competition. Unless they get noticed or get some sort of publicity somewhere along the way, they just sort of spend money. I mean, I mean, how are the, how are the guys going to, who work with you? You know, how are they doing now? They're, um, well, they're, they're on their... They're releasing three games this year, I think, or this half or something. But they, their, their turnaround time is just not as quick as they want it to be. But the, the, the sales-wise is... I don't know really. I don't ask them too much, but it's. it's... I mean, what do you, I mean? What do you think their views on this would be? You know, them trying to get out onto the iPhone and get. I think, ev- I think eventually they don't want to. They don't want to be making games on phones forever. They don't. Yeah, but you've got to make a living, though, haven't you? Yeah. If you want to go onto those. Bigger I, they views, they, they just want to go to. They, they want to start somewhere, and I think that's what it's about. You've got to start somewhere. Uh, uh, by the way, Void Games we're talking Void about. Games, Sorry, yeah. I should have said that. Should have said that. Yes, the game is yeah. available on all. Yes, the game is available. iOS devices, unless you're 3GS or lower. Um, oh. <sighs> right. So, uh, Nolan Bushnell goes on to say the game business reinvents itself every five years. I invented Atari. Uh, the last five years have been the days of mobile gaming and short form gaming. Exemplified by Rovio uh, with Angry Birds and Zynga with Farmville. And that, my friends, is over. He goes on to say, all the money is out. Do I really want to do a mobile game? 
that is one of 300,000, where the discoverability is everything, you really have to have a little more sizzle on the stake. I would rather be one of 100 apps for Google Glass than one of 300,000 for iOS or Android. So what he's saying yeah, but, is it's oversaturated. Uh, but I don't he, think, a little, he's, he's saying that it's going to burn out. I don't think it's going to burn out. I think it'll go down and then plateau. It's a little bit like, right, and this is a really weird analogy, but it's a little bit like the big corporate companies that use third world countries to do the production and sort of have the factories there. And once they get complacent and they start demanding more money and get unions involved and all that kind of stuff, they just move on to the next market, don't yeah. they, or the they next move, place like, whoever, where they can do Whoever's it. cheapest. I love how like, yeah. demanding more money in a third world country is connected with getting complacent. But, but this is a similar sort of thing, isn't it? Because it wants to feed their children. Yeah, no. Well, you know, you know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, it's, so basically, it's like a race is... to the bottom. People, yeah, they they just want to race from one place to another, giving as little money as possible. Yeah, it's an oversaturated market now, and what he's saying is Google Glass is relatively new. There's not a lot on there at the moment. That's where he's going to move to next. You know, that's a new market. Yes, that seems like a crazy business model to be just jumping from the latest thing to the latest thing. But that's how it works, though, isn't it, when you think about it? Well, but it usually doesn't happen so quickly. Like, he wants to be one of 100 developers. You're going to constantly be racing away from things. You see, and the other thing that everyone will be jumping on board with is the ooh-yah. Because everyone will be on that. Everyone will be on the ooh-yah, too, won't they? Yeah. You know, they want to be one of... the Wii U, but you know what? Nobody's developing for the Wii U. You'd be a big fish in that small pond. Yeah, it would. But Google Glass has probably got more of a chance than the Wii U, probably. Well, yeah. Probably. So, yeah, it is kind of interesting, but we'll have to wait and see how that goes. But I think he's sort of right. And we, I mean, we've already seen signs of that, haven't we? There are only a few titles that make a lot of money. I mean, if you go to the, the highest grossing, which you can obviously see in the iPhone or the iPad, the, the ones at the top are all of the, the sort of usual suspects. So it's never any of the sort of smaller... How is that Smaller, unusual games are always the sort of, you know, whatever it might be, all the big EA games with the freemium models and Temple Run and stuff like that, isn't it, really? So, yeah, he is, I, I can't, it's hard to argue with him. It's hard to argue with him. I'll argue with um, Is that it for the news? Anything else to add, Chinny? Uh, Roger, but dead. Oh, yeah, that's interesting, isn't uh, it? He's dead now. Um, he was a good movie critic. I don't know. He made some decisions that I uh, do not agree with. But anyway, um, very sad. He's been struggling with, um, was it throat cancer he had? He had like the bottom part of his face removed. The reason why this is relevant to video games is that Roger Ebert was never really a fan of video games. In fact, um, he once said that video games would never be art. Not that they're not art, they would never be. He did write a huge article on it. Which is a really silly thing to say, and the article was not really that great. Yeah. But what what was kind of interesting, and, and nobody re- all everybody remembers him for is this big article he wrote on how video games could never be out. Um, but sort of, he, he actually said later, it's quite possible a game could someday be great art, he admitted. Yeah, well. Um, before he gave up trying to argue it anymore. Yeah. Well, um, I, you know, I, he was getting on then. He doesn't have time to argue with stupid fucking. But do you not things. do you not think though? We, we should. For that. But right, in a weird sort of way, should we not be thankful that he did this stupid article? Well, but, no, I think we should because I think without it, 
maybe game developers wouldn't have strived so hard to make I themselves. I think they were striving. I mean, artists stories. are going to make art. Like, that's just the way it is. And Levine didn't is- make Bioshock because... Yeah. I'll show him! No, but I think there will have been some of that, though. I do think that, you know, as much as we sit here and go, oh, it wasn't occurred, I think a lot of people cared about what he said and were pissed off that he'd said that and that. But yeah, who's you know, pissed off? Internet trolls. No, I think, I would imagine developers were as well. I don't think so. To a certain extent. I think I think they thought it, it would have had some sort of influence on them to prove him wrong. All right. You're allowed and I think it's been, I think it's been done on more than one of occasions since he, he wrote this article as well. Well, it has been done, but who knows how much of that has anything to do with people reacting to what he said. We don't. We don't. But, you we know, stuff will. like that. Look, as human beings, we all know that we want to always sort of prove people wrong. That's what we do, isn't it? That's what we do. No. People say something bad about us. We go, right, well, I'll show I you. I don't. Here's how I can prove it. Ha, you see what I did there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Funny. It is pretty funny. It was good for you. It's good. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's good for I know, you, yeah. Duke. It's good for I you, Duke. It's not bad for you, that one. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of sad that he's died, though. I didn't I didn't mind him too much, too. Well, you know, I like the fact that someone takes so much time just to talk about films it's cool uh you know seriously uh, like he and he had, i think he had generally good things to say and i don't always agree with him he had some dumb opinions about certain movies but i don't know i, I he's one of those like here's the other thing we're 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 exiting the era where we know specific film critics you know what i mean like there it's getting to the point where like you know do we know specific video game critics well we Yahtzees? do but you know they're not mainstream. Yeah, like most people. That's the thing, right? Like most of the world has been listening to a few film critics: Leonard Maltin, you know, Ebert and Siskel, uh, Gene Shalit. But now it's becoming just like Metacritic is the thing, and and individual voices yeah. are becoming a lot less significant. Um, like Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it? Like, yeah, so no, you're right. I think people just look at an aggregate score now, maybe read a few reviews, and they nest it not nest. You see, I don't read reviews from people. I tend to read reviews from certain websites, so I don't even yeah, always right. take notice of who's written it. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I guess I'm part of that problem. Talking about the things that are dead. Aliens, Colonel Marines on the Wii U is dead. Yeah, no shocks there, really, is it? That was going to be the definitive version using the touchpad. Not anymore. Yep. It just ain't happening. Uh, you know, I mean, we we have got an email this week, and we'll come on to that later about us bashing the Wii U constantly. But you know, it's just. Uh, I, I mean, we're not bashing it. We're just saying what's happened. We sort of predicted would happen. I guess. I guess we're just going. Look, we told you so. I suppose. Mm. Maybe we shouldn't be doing, but that's what we're doing. No, no touch screen. Now. I think before we move on to the mail for this week, to the emails, we've got kind of a few, uh, but we should um, finish with the happy story uh, that uh, the Xbox 360 was the cause of somebody's death, potentially. And it's not really a happy story. I shouldn't have said that because it's not a nice story at all, but it's kind of shocking and sad at the same time that uh, a 360 was actually used as a weapon to potentially either kill someone, someone or beat incapacitate. Beat the head with it? Yeah, so, so so a guy uh, beat his girlfriend over the head oh, with his what with his hell? Xbox 360. Yeah. Sucks. So yeah, and, and obviously Sacrificed he was her. It, it was crazy. Oh, I mean, this guy sick. was a crazy dude. 
Uh, they're not entirely sure how it was used, whether it was used before or after, because he stabbed her after that, uh, think, apparently. Yeah, but the article says three knives were found at the scene, a more likely cause of Gooden's death. Oh, yeah, but they said they found the broken and bloody Xbox 360 next uh, to the body, so it's either oh, got broken in the fight or the scuffle, that's, or he's hit her with it first or something crazy, because I guess, you know, they are pretty heavy, I guess. You could use one as a weapon if you really wanted to, you know what I mean? What a scumbag. Yeah, but, I mean, again, you know... He, I, I assume he just picked up the nearest blunt object to hit her with, you know, if that did. Well, I, I don't believe that he did. Like, with the next one, it's just bloody. That could have happened anyway. Like, he's, I don't know. I just think they're just kind of... Sensationalising again. A little bit, yeah. I mean, it's a terrible thing, but it's just... Why even mention that? But we should we should emphasise the guy was crazy. Yep. You know, this guy was a crazy dude. Yeah. You know, and again, it comes back to the mental health issues in america and and having treatment and help for yep. those i guess but because it just doesn't happen does it i guess shame, you know like if you can afford mental health services you're good if not <laughs> get out yeah and then to be honest with you you would have to guess the people with mental health issues probably can't afford any sort of medical well, insurance work harder then <laughs> yeah in their mental state yeah yeah it's not great is it oh. not great Right, moving on from that very sombre end uh, to to this week's emails. And we've got kind of a few. Kind of a few. Whoa, that ruled. We have got hundreds of emails, so we better get on with these. Are you ready for this? Don't lie. Uh, and we've we have we've got loads this yeah, but week. So I'm gonna have to no, not hundreds. I insist we've got that you not exaggerate. So Pinky sent two this week. We've already done one, which was uh, chastising people for using the phones at work. But uh, here we go. This is his uh, first email that he sent this week. Lots to talk about uh, from Mr. Pink, and he says this. I can't be the only one that feels honoured to have an email read and discussed on the podcast. Well, you've got two this week, so there you go. How about that? We honour you. I think long and hard when trying to pick <laughs> a hot topic. <laughs> long and hard. <laughs> that the listeners would be at sea. I bet he's so chuffed that we take it so seriously. Um, that the listeners would be interested in. The last thing I want to hear is the daddy asking, where are all the emails? The three of them worked very hard to bring us this great show. So at least uh, the least that we could do is submit a question or two, comment to the show or share an idea or if you really have to, talk about poop. I don't really work very hard, to be honest. Like, if especially you have if to. I have nothing to offer. Which kind of leads me into my topic of discussion this week. <laughs> the poopy people that talk down to us older folk like, uh, <laughs> that, like to, that like to play video games. There was some talk of this on the VG's Facebook not too long ago. I ended up asking my wife, my wife, her thoughts. Even though she has many old consoles in storage and a new iPhone, which she never puts down, she puts me down for playing my 360 games. You're a kid, she tells me. What? Although there is several reasons why older gamers are labelled immature, both of us agree that time constraints are most likely the top reason for the bad rep. An adult has too many things to tend to and stress about in order to take care of the family. If you think you have had enough time to play video games, then you're neglecting your family or adult responsibilities. I think we can all agree that we don't have the same amount of time we used to when we were young. Really, there has been, you know, really, there has to be some middle ground for us gamers to survive in. 
Hopefully, we can find that middle ground and enjoy what we love doing, playing video games. You might only have time for Tetris, or you might be child-free and have time for Skyrim, Duke. Whatever game you like, never give it up. Stay strong and stand up to the poopy people that want to talk shit. He's calling his wife a poopy person? That's pretty harsh. I guess. Next time someone wants to put you down, try and remember my mantra. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but I'm still going to play Halo. Lol. I love the show, Pinky. So thank you very much for that. No, I mean, to be fair, I, I play video games tend to, on the whole either on a Friday evening or early Saturday morning or early Sunday morning when Millie's still well, in Monday, bed Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night and then Friday night and then something. No, actually. Just whenever you, so I, whenever you, whenever I can. Whenever you just really. don't want to talk to your bloody family. I do. I don't want to do that. No, I, like I said last week, it's all about moderation. So as long as you sort of balance everything else, then you should be fine. So yeah, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one up is from look another email from Sean. Look, I've read two of yours this week. This one can wait till next week, so I'm gonna gonna just miss that Settle one. Settle down, sending in all the email. Settle down. Come on. Um, next one's off Michael Swales, and he says, "Oh no, this is another one off him." But this one's Michael Swales, not Mister Pink. I tell you what, he's trying to trick us now, isn't he? Uh, but I'll, I'll quickly. It's very quick, so I'll quickly read this. Cyberpunk 2077. He says, I don't believe you guys have mentioned or talked about this up-and-coming game called Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, looks good. Some of I haven't talked about it because I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's by the same guys who did The Witcher, Witcher 2. I've heard about it, but there's not a whole ton of information, really. It's, it's kind of... All I've heard is that the people that are making Witcher are making a Cyberpunk game. That's it. Yeah, and it looks cool. I have seen some screenshots. So instead of a like... silver sword, you have to get a silver ray gun. Pew, pew. Maybe, but it, looks, it does look cool. It does look cool. So, yeah, there's not a lot more in his email. Um, there you go. So, yeah, it's kind of cool. I like the look of that. But he's trying to see he's sending different email accounts now to try and trick me. Anyway, next one is from Andrew Gould. He says this. Gigs from Gangu Crimes. Duke will appreciate this, but one of the best gigs I went to was a prodigy. Oh, I love Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, one of my besties works for a company called Headstock and endorsed a guitarist and drummer from the band. The guitarist picks us up outside of the arena. Nobody recognized him. Gave us VIP passes. And we went backstage and shook hands with the band. Guitarist? Awesome. Ain't no guitarist in the Prodigy. What are you talking Oh, there isn't. There will be in the live band. For sure there will. <laughs> Doing what? F them and their law. They have four notes over and over again forever. But when they play live, they'll have a guitarist and drummer. Have you ever been to see a concert? They do. So, ah. Anyway, awesome. They were relentless. Never, never dropping their fast-paced tempo. Awesome. Uh, I've also a photo with Black Keys drummer Patrick Carney when I went to see them and Liam Gallagher at Universal Studio in Florida. Pretty cool. See ya, mm-hmm. my fave podcasters. Yay, Florida. So thank you very much for that. <laughs> now, I've got to say, uh, this is... Uh, this is kind of a bit of a ooh, yeah. I, I'm kind of shocked. Fish and poop mail. No, this now. <laughs> I'm assuming this is a Mickey Tate, but you know, I've I've heard we've had emails often before. But if he does work for Xbox support, that's kind of cool. But I don't know whether he does or this is just funny. But anyway, the, the, it's from Xbox support, right? Uh, and it's entitled Rock Band. Wait, is uh, the email? What's the domain name for the email account? Uh, 
It's mreaper360.live.com. <laughs> but I don't think that's real. Uh, well, but anybody can get a live.com account. Anyway, uh, he says, uh, there was at least one rock band player out there, me, for the past five years. I have gone out every Tuesday to look at the new rock band DLC. I have got over 200 downloaded songs, including American Pie, which I will be playing today whilst drinking whiskey and rye. I hope the rye whiskey tastes good. It cost me $25. Rock on. Love the podcast. The best out there. Duke, how about a Minecraft play date? Mr. Reaper. Uh, No. So there you go. I like the Xbox uh, support moniker there. Very clever. I like that. I like that. Uh, Here we go. And we've got one from... This is kind of a big one. Here we go. This is from Richard Webster. And he says this. This is his title. Ah... Email! <laughs> 21! Anyway, it says, uh, Evening, gentle plebs. How goes the show? Uh, show yeah, you know, it's been pretty good. About 7 out of 10. I'm alright. Yeah, 7 out of 10. Give it an 8. An 8, really? Yeah, it started well. It did, it did. Uh, thank you for the wonderful shout-out last week, Mike. Really helped bring a tear to my eye. Especially as when masturbating, that's like... Whilst the ending podcast song was playing, I found myself in the kitchen in my boxers, slippers and Spider-Man t-shirt, holding a wet mop, singing and dancing along to the song. <laughs> what made it weirder was the fact I wasn't even cleaning. It was really strange. That's pretty strange, all right. <laughs> Anywho... Uh, Age of Empires 2 HD was unlocked early on Steam for me today because I pre-purchased it a while back. It's basically Age of Empires 2 Conqueror's expansion with built-in Steam Workshop and Steam Multiplayer support with a couple of graphical tweaks. Wait, is that, it looks, is that available now? I don't know. Because I'm like, it looks, that. it looks nice on my 1080p monitor and the colours are all vibrant and delicious. Nice. Also, the pop cap can be set to 500 units. Too bad. I suck pop- at RTS games. Originally, her pop cap was maxed out at 200 units. Any of you three, aside from Halo Vores, saying in German accent, into your RTS games? If so, for just over a tenner, this should be an instant buy. Still amazing, so balanced and technical and also relaxing if you slow the pace and play against a computer on easy or something. Well worth getting. Have a great show, you magnificent bastards! Always and forever, yours eternally. Big Bad Daddy, a.k.a. Richard Webster, a.k.a. The Barbershop. Quit playing that game and get back to work. There you go. So, yeah, thank you for that. that I will cool probably email. get that. Cool email. Now, to let you know, we've still got three to go. <laughs> three. Two. No, two to go because we've already read one. Here we go. Easy busy. I know, Jason. <laughs> Jason Gulliher. Here we go. Uh, and he, he actually is editing them down. This isn't as long as his usual yes. ones. So, here on. Clench your butt. This isn't going to be good. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, does it ever go good? Contrary to popular belief, I tend to think it does. If you have time to answer a few questions, please do. But feel free to edit this shit out of this email. I remember playing Fallout 3 for the first time. Being yeah. born into that gaming world was incredible. Well... Until the bugs kicked in and broke the game to me. It seems there were other games wherein you start off as a baby. Game Breaker. Can you guys recall which ones and what game has been completely broken for you? 
So games that you start off as a baby, apart from Fallout Three. Any ideas? I saw. I'm trying to remember ones that I've where I've started as a baby. Can't think nope. of any. I've I've one sort of coming to mind, but I can't think what the hell it is. I can see it, but I can't that remember. Doesn't help it. me though, does it? What What about um, Fable Two or Fable One? I think Fable One did start, start as a baby. Kid, certainly. You definitely saw it as a kid, but were you born in the game? I don't think so. I'm trying to remember. But you had babies in the game. Does that count? In Fable no. 2? No. No? no I did a Google search thing. for games where you start as a baby and nothing came up. No. I'm, I'm sure there is. I do it's remember. It's Google, then it doesn't exist. I ain't going into the deep web. Um, Games that have been completely broken for you, though. What about games that you just couldn't play because they were that broken heavy rain no it wasn't <laughs> i broke my copy of it after i played it whatever no you did you traded it in oh, about yeah. 10 minutes later yeah uh, uh, i don't know i i think vampire rain was truly broken yeah it was it was pretty much unplayable really I'm trying to think but i can't i can't think of i can't think of any others where i've started you see the trouble is <laughs> This is where the issue I have is... You don't play them. I don't play them in the first place. I read up a lot of reviews and go, yeah, it's broken, I'm not playing that shit. So I, I very rarely play shit games that are broken. So you know, I try and avoid them like the plague. Um, I felt... I'll tell you a game I did play, and I've mentioned this probably a long time ago since I last mentioned this, but the original Fear on the Xbox was pretty hard to play. That was pretty broken in mm. places because the, the save points were so far apart that... Uh, and because it relied on health packs, I got to a point where I only had one health pack left, and I barely, I just couldn't get through it. I just did, couldn't, ha- I didn't have enough health to get through the section I was on because there was two like boss things, and I just couldn't get past there them. There you and go. I uh, uh, what's it? Um, Metro 2033. Yes, that that was almost broken for me. Yeah. Almost broken for yeah. me, but I managed to just about do it. Uh-huh. Uh, but you struggled, didn't you, a lot? I had to give up at the very end. I was so pissed. It wasn't so much as broken as you, it didn't really explain how to really conserve your gas mask. Well, and the other thing it, is this. Look, and I, I mean, most of the time I don't really care about this sort of thing. But in a moment like that, where the only option, seriously, is to start over from like halfway through the game, that's when you need cheat codes. Because if I could have a cheat code to just like give me full health or give me full oxygen, I would have finished the game. It would have been fine. Well, that's that's a risk of like checkpoints isn't it because like, you know, like just yeah but, but, but to have no way of dealing with that that's the you see, problem you see the trouble i had if you remember right what i did i got stuck in the room with the chandelier on the ceiling yeah i remember that i didn't, re- didn't realize i had to shoot it to break open the door and I, I wasted about 10 gas masks right but without thinking instead of just dying again and restarting the checkpoint yeah I hit the hit the chandelier. When I figured out what to do, I had one gas mask left. Hit the yeah. chandelier, broke the door, checkpoint. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, I've only got one gas mask. And I literally had to run through the next section, avoiding all enemies. And luckily, I got into, I got past another checkpoint, and there was a body on the floor with a gas mask on it. And I literally had to do it about four times, and I eventually just about made it. Yeah. But that that was kind of shitty, and it nearly didn't finish the game for me. But once I got past that point, I was fine. But that it was very close, very touch and go. And can you not think of any genie where you've got stuck and you couldn't finish the game as a result of a bug um, or something like that? 
really. Not off the top of my no, head, I no. Think, no. I think they are fewer and far between now. Yeah, not these as, days, as yeah. Prevalent as it used to be, that sort of thing. And if they are, then they, they usually put a patch on it, don't they, to fix it up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he goes on. Chinny said when he was born, he shot out like a cricket ball. Did you? Not me. I was a breech baby. After kicking my twin out first to investigate the situation, he <laughs> tricked me and said it was okay to come out. I crawled out backwards, mooning my immediate new world. I dared the doctors and nurses to spank me. I think they liked it when I tried. I cut one loose. I'll link you to the video. It's great. Anyway, Stu, Duke, how did you guys come into the world? I like to think Stu was wearing roller skates and Duke's natural birth was ruined as he was yelling at his parents something about never wanting a bicycle. (laughs) (laughs) So, so how did you come into the world? There you go. Mm. My mother gave birth to me. It was pretty script, from what I understand. Yeah, I think I was pretty normal. I didn't have any issues, I don't, but not, not that I believe. Uh, except that I was originally going to be called James. What happened? Uh, yeah, and then my dad came to the hospital and went, We're not calling him James. He doesn't look like a James. We'll call him Stuart. And he was eating a big bowl of thick soup. I think he probably him. could have been. Uh, what do you have you to talking of, Talking of naming babies, have you seen the advert for Iron Brew at the moment? No. Or what? Oh, that, that is class. Um, basically, if you Google it on YouTube, Duke, I'm sure it's there because it's it's probably kind of high. Just just have a look. Just play it because it's so What's funny. It's not very I am brew. Iron brew. I R N brew B R U. Just put iron brew advert. I'm sure it'll be there. Uh. Are you coming up? Baby name. Naming a baby. Brings her boyfriend but, home to her dad. No, no, that's not the one. It's it's uh, just a minute. I'll find it. You, I'll just uh, find that. the baby. All right, here we go. I think this is it. Here we go. Here we okay, go. Okay, forty-one seconds. Yeah, it's not very long. Oh wait, the sounds off. So, what are we gonna call her? Fanny. I want to call her Fanny. You can't call her Fanny. Fanny, I like it. It's unusual. Unique. My mum's a fanny. Granny was a fanny. She'll be joining a long line of fannies. Aye, it's good to keep up tradition. Oh, fanny, you're just like your daddy. So the the idea behind this drink is if you drink it, you'll go along with stupid ideas? <laughs> yeah, that, that your, sounds your daughter's. Great. Your daughter's cold. And obviously, in the UK, Fanny has a different connotation. Yeah, I know what Fanny means in the UK. I think think it was kind of funny. I saw that advert on the telly at about half past six, seven o'clock at night, and my daughter just sat there giggling. Yeah. I'm like, what are you laughing at? And she's like, (laughs) I keep saying Fanny. If I'm laughing what I think I am, it's very funny. There you go. Anyway. So anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. It's it's funny with the actual, you know, if you see it as well as hear it. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so to the clenching book title of this email is a line I actually stole from the well-reviewed Battle Block Theatre. The game is incredibly frustrating and at times very difficult. Full of puzzle platforming that makes me want to smash my controller. Very sadistic co-op and lots of childish poo jokes. It is freaking awesome. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. I mean, even from playing the demo, I can tell it's a it's a quality game. 
what does Bob feel about the gaming industry could learn from Tesco and the mm, armband bathroom break banning corruption? I know I wouldn't last a day at Tesco, especially after eating Jack in the Box's hot mess combos. I'd be in the cubicle for hours. So there you go. So thank you for that, Jason. <laughs> Very kind of you to email this year. Okay, here we go. It's I knew nice. this retribution. I know. I knew this retribution was coming because obviously, you know. Always oh, very nice. We did. I did. Well, we did more me, I guess, than you guys. But uh, sadly, um, I did call out Christopher Matthew. Yeah, I didn't call out uh, nothing. I have nothing to do with this. And Duke was this. definitely involved. Yeah, Duke was not. definitely involved in this. You were. You were. You were as involved as I was. Nope. You know, don't don't go sort of making out that it was just me no, when you were I, there. In fact, I distinctly said that it's a completely arbitrary distinction of who cares. No, you said it was descriptive speech and you right. could use I. Uh, sorry, what? It's descriptive grammar. Yeah. So you said so you made so it's sort of whichever way you want to describe it is fine. In, in other yeah, words, there's not one or the other is correct. Oh. Anyway, he says this. Three hundred sixty-four words. <laughs> Gentlemen, the, the proper use of the word and when writing or speaking a number is to separate the whole numbers from the fractions. For instance, if you were to write a check for $183.25, oops, uh, you would write 183 and 25 of 100 on the amount line. If you had $100 bill, a $200 bill and three dimes in your pocket, you would have $102.30. If you were to drop the three dimes in the parking meter, you would then have $102. And no, it is not an English-English versus American-English debate. Well, it sort of is, because I don't know anybody who I've ever spoken to in the UK who says 102, 132, 133. Most people go 133. Am I, am I right or wrong, Ginny? Uh, you're right. I am with you. It is. It is right. It is true. I'm sorry, but it sort of is kind of true. Uh, I cannot be blamed if you all have forgotten how to speak your own language. Dark commentators, really? You are going to base the correctness of your grammar on how someone calls out professionals playing a pub game? Let this be, see, be a lesson to you, kids. Never argue with stupid people. They will drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. Right. Now, I could argue with him, but I'm not going to. What I'm going to do is let Dr. Ian (laughs) from Ask Dr. Math argue with him. So someone asked the very same question. Is and all right to use? And he said this. Hi, Sheila. (laughs) That wasn't me, by the way. I'm not not Sheila. Um, I was always taught that and is only used to indicate the location of the decimal point, which is what Christopher is saying. You know, 300, 320, 329, 329 and three tenths, etc., etc. And so on. However... The Greg Reference Manual 5th edition gives this example uh, 725 and may or may not be omitted. So basically, you know, a, a book on math grammar is basically saying it's okay to use, but you can omit it if you want to. So it's a choice, a personal choice. Much like you said, Duke, to be honest. Yes. And so on. However, the Greg Reference Manual uh, gives this example. So if you like it the way it sounds, you can always appeal to that citation in case someone makes a fuss about it. In English, there are lots of ways in which common usage differs from correct usage. People commonly mix up which and that, compose and comprise. 
farther and further, quote and quotation and so on. Experts disagree on the importance of the distinctions and, of course, what is correct and changes with time. If you sit with an extra and into a number, will anyone be unable to determine what you mean? No. Might some people who would consider this to be an error make a mental note that perhaps you're less well-educated interpret what you say and do? Yes. I don't give a shit what anybody <laughs> says about how I say a number. And if you're caught yeah. up on that, I'm an English teacher saying these things. If you're caught up on that, you've got a problem. I'm sorry. This is all fun and cute, but the, to think that it actually means something is ludicrous. Anyway, he finally finished off. There was a time when I would have considered this something worth arguing about. At this point, I no longer think of it in terms of correct or incorrect. Thank Rather, you. That's all I'm I saying. I as one of many secret handshakes for a particular club. Exactly. And that accordingly. But that's what he thinks about it. So I'm sorry, Chris. You can argue to Lukowski, man, but we say it how we say it, and you say it how you say it, I guess. Anyway. I'm not very oh. smart. I'm not as smart as Duke. <laughs> I'm not as smart as Chris. But I could have said that at the start. And oh, I that... think we did say that. I said that two weeks ago! No one listens to you, though. Um... Get it? Anyway, look, I'm sorry, Chris. You're stupid for arguing about it. Anyway. No, I know that it's just a fun little thing to pick nits about. But if he were to actually get upset about it, that would be a concern. I don't think think he really is upset. It's just that it's very addicting to start getting in. Oh, (laughs) you did it. Oh, there you went there. I can see this is going to get worse as we go along. Anyway. Anyway, he says, okay, I feel better now. (laughs) (laughs) On the subject of first and favorite movie theater experiences, the first one I can remember is The Empire Strikes Back. I would have been about six at the time, and my mother and stepfather had gone to see American Werewolf in London and taken me with them. Oh, my God, he was six. Ah, Um, Because a movie ticket was cheaper than a babysitter. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. About ten minutes into the film, they decided it was too much for a six-year-old, and we moved yeah. to a different theater in the same cinema to watch Darth Vader cut his own son's hand off. Much better for a younger son. child, I am sure. Uh, my favorite was going to see American Beauty with my then-girlfriend, who is now my wife. We had no idea what we were getting into and left the theater a bit shocked, although we thoroughly enjoyed the movie. A- American cool. Beauty is now one of our favorite films. I would agree, it's a great film. Yeah. It's a great film. Uh, anyway, I have a thing to say about games this week because I haven't played any since You last have nothing week. to offer. Pretend episode of the Overseas Connection. Check out the game of Grill for some delicious treats for the whole family. Have fun storming the castle. CP. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, if Duke offended you by shouting about, uh, you know, getting hung up about stuff, we, we didn't mean any of it, really. It was all just fun. It was fun. It was fun. We didn't mean it, did we, Duke? I meant to. Say it. we didn't. <gasps> yeah, wait, but here's how I'll make amends. Have fun storming the castle. Take it away. Bye. There's a little. There you go. It'll do it. And and to be fair, you know, you know, there's more chance of Christopher Matthew coming to your house and killing you than there is him coming to our houses in the UK and killing us. Just saying. Should I really tempt fate? <laughs> no, I'll, yeah. I'll tempt fate. I'm not scared of you. Come on, punk. You think you're tough? <laughs> I don't think you can even fight. I'll tear your face off. Dude, if Christopher Matthew even looked at me sideways, I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, please don't hurt me, oh my god. He actually doesn't live that far from you, either. He break my face by sneezing. 
I reckon I reckon it's driving distance, you know. Yeah, I don't give many ideas, <laughs> man. I know, I'm just thinking. Just saying. I mean you'd be brave. Anyway. No, I am being mean? stupid is the way you mean to say that. Uh anyway. Uh, yes, moving on. Uh, we have got some Facebook stuff. I'm not going to do any Twitter stuff. There's not a lot on the Twitter. Twitter I to this week. Play that theme okay. song. I'm always playing this one. Do you want to be my friend on the Facebook? Do you want to be my want to be my friend? Ah, uh, because I did put up a bit of a you know R.I.P. LucasArts. Uh, what were your favorite games? So obviously, Mercenaries, people, Playground of Destruction. Well, people's favorite memories. Uh, were from back in the day. Battle. So we'll quickly read through these. Uh, Graham Fox said, Day of the Tentacle, awesome. Would agree. Great game. Great game. Paul Hurt said, uh, oh, they, these are, they, oh, they keep going out of order. It's all a bit weird. They're all out of order now. Okay. Um, yeah, but Dan Chris King said, Matthew is one of them who put them out of order. Yeah. Uh, Dan King said, X Wing Alliance, Space Combat Flight Sim at its best. Uh, Chris Williams said developed by LucasArts published by there's all these weird stuff I can't remember that was Super Star Wars JVC don't know what that is Um, uh, yeah Paul Hurt uh, said Super Star Wars equals legendary I could walk through this in one life Uh, tried it last week and got murdered my reflexes aren't what they used to be I guess that's why I'm a veteran Um, yeah Robin Brown uh, says, I loved all the point-and-click games. Monkey Island 1, 2, and 3, Manic, uh, Maniac Mansion, Day of the Tentacle, Loom, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, Full Throttle, Zack McCrackden, uh, Alien Mindbenders, Dig, Grim Fandango. They were the masters of the genre I sorely miss. I would absolutely agree. God, I didn't even, I've not even heard of some of those. Uh-huh. Uh, Dean Glacklin said, uh, or Glackin, sorry, Sorry for the mispronunciation there. Yeah, Dean Glackin said, I miss Jedi power battles. It was a streets of rage for that decade. A bit wonky as most of the LucasArts games, but I had a lot of fun in co-op and hours of frustrating, bad perspective platforming. Not been a game like it since. Uh, Chris Williams said, Day of the Tentacle and Super Star Wars on the SNES. Somebody please push the HD button on those for me. Alan Bennett said, Indeed, KOTOR was Bioware and Battlefront was done by Pandemic, I believe. And also, 1313 cancelled too. Yeah, thanks for the reminder. We know all about that. Chini's most upset. Uh, Paul Hurt said, Rogue Squadron, Battlefront, KOTOR, all games that LucasArts just licensed. I think we'll be getting a lot more products like that in the future. Uh, And Alan Bennett, this is kind of true, I guess. Connect Star Wars, not. Yeah, that was a bit of a nail in the coffin, I would imagine. Uh, Nicholas Charles Abbott says, Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2, Star Wars Rebellion, and I'm still playing it today. Phil Olsen says, oh, he comes back. Yes, Paul, Rogue Squadron 2 uh, from Factor 5 and LucasArts. Yeah. Robin Tate, Bongo the Saint, says, most of the above. I played to death. My personal favorite was Battlefront 2. Sadly, oh, it's yeah. Like Sadly, it's like now that the near-complete Battlefront 3 will be forever lost. Andrew Kirk said, uh, Maniac Mansion, Monkey Island 1 and 2, Curse... And the Grim Fandango. I love Grim Fandango. It's such a great game. I wish I hope they do a, an updated version of that on the iPad because I love that game. Um, uh, Phil Olsen said the Star Wars game on the GameCube. Can't remember the name. Loved it so much. I think we might have mentioned yeah, Rogue Squadron 2 a bit further up from there. Uh, Stuart Leckie said the Eidolon. The Eidolon? Uh-huh. Eidolons? Don't know. I've not heard of that. And as always, our favourite Facebook poster, Dom Ramirez Hume, said this. I'm bringing a boat. 
They found the spaceship and flew away to a marshmallow moon. Hashtag meh. <laughs> yeah, that thing. I love him. He's, he's my favorite. He's my favorite Facebook poster. I love him. He's so funny. Um, and that's it. That's it for that kind of stuff. So I guess uh, all we need to do now. Good evening and welcome to the middle of the film. Which is at the end of the film. No, it's actually due to the few Twitters that we've got. Twitters? You just yeah. butter me up. Ah, uh, you see? Saw a pretty girl just the other day. She winked and she smiled, walked across my way. I couldn't figure out just what to say, so I twittered it. Twit, twit, twittered it, twittered it. Uh, quick one from iPete. Uh, he says you can win a new Borderlands 2 character uh, from at Veteran Gamers UK by going to the forums. And there's a link in our Twitter stuff. If you go and have a look on our Twitter, you can find a link there. And you can you know, go and really with the forums is if I were to install a thing that made it easier to look on an iPad. What? What? I think that I might have <laughs> mentioned to you ages ago and you went, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And then never did. <laughs> I said I'd look at it. And I I'm, I will someday. You didn't even look at I it. Didn't I didn't look at it. I just didn't you liar. about it. You're a liar. No, I'm lazy. I'm not a liar. You're a lazy liar. No, I'm just lazy. <laughs> uh, anyway, we have got a Marikwai said on the on the Twitters. He said uh, X-wing series was great. Got to try my new Sound Blaster 16 card with that game. A-wing, B-wing expansions were mega. Uh, Extra Flux says Loom, and I think that might have been it. Oh, apparently Phil Olson said that's when he got his Sound Blaster. Also. So he got his sound blaster. And then someone called Eric S. Piotrowski said, uh, yeah. yeah, maybe I'll look into it. I mean, assuming that's the tap of talk thing. Yeah, something. So you're going to look into it, apparently. Yeah, probably. So that's it for the Twitter. So it is really time for the shout outs now. I was uh, just jessing with you. I was just messing. Yeah. It's time for a Colbert Rapport shout out. Hey! So, shout outs it is. Off you go. Chinny. Uh, Even. I'm going to. I'm going to shout out Thooper. Oh, God, I've not heard Thooper's name for ages. Thooper, I will shout him out because he <laughs> sent me a message saying, why are you playing Gears of War 1 for? Nice. Um, and I didn't reply, mainly because I forgot that I had a message and I read it much later. But I'm a diva, so what do you expect? Um, yeah, so respect to Thooper. Thanks for the message. I was just trying it out. I did one round and I went, Nah, <laughs> uh, I'm not playing this game again. So, Judgment is my gears, if people want to play with me. Uh, so, shout out to Thupa. I'll also shout out the Lousy at Gaming podcast. Um, uh, I keep forgetting to listen to that. I listened to that when it first started, and then they sort of didn't do any episodes for a while. Is that started back up again, then? Uh, they've started to kind of do them a little bit more consistently, apparently. I've only uh, just started listening to the show. It's Lousy at Gaming, but the podcast is called Lousy at Podcast. It reminded me of the Couch Mercenaries a lot. Um, it's it's pretty funny, you know. It's Quite just, loud. But I listen to it, and it's just like just people from the Overseas Connection on there. Because uh. Chris has been on there. School's been on there. <laughs> no, actually, I don't think school's been oh, on there. He was, he was, West. School's school school was on the um, transatlantic rants. That's where I'm getting. School's been on everything apart from so your he's, show. He's, so I listened to school on transatlantic rants. Um, Chris has been on Lazy at Gaming. Then Greg was on Lazy at Gaming. I'm like, where the fuck is my 
what the fuck is going on? Like, is it something I said? You know what I mean? Don't know. Did, did I do something? But anyway, it's a fun show. Uh, well done to those folks uh, for doing it. So, yeah, I'll share it them. Lousy at gaming. Lousy at podcasting is the name of the podcast. Which are, yeah, I, they changed it. Didn't I had they? some trouble finding it. But it's lousy yeah. at podcasting. There you go. So. Well, I'd like to shout out uh, Steve Conger. I would because yeah. he's had his baby, hasn't yeah, he? Baby boy. I've got a picture of him. Uh, yeah, so wearing a little Batman hat. And and as a reward for becoming a dad, I've removed him from my friends list on the 360. <laughs> That's wow. what I did. I know. Is that a bit mean? Well, he doesn't play it, does mean? he? No, well, that's why I did it, because I'd like, uh, Fumu wanted to come on my friends list. You know, I'm very exclusive, really. I always have 100 on mine, you know. <laughs> you know how it is. Uh, but he, he sent me a message and said, can you make some room? So I was like, oh, guess I better add to. So I had a look down my list and I'm like, who can I get rid of who I don't care about anymore? But, you know, I'm amazed at how many I feel, like, reluctant to remove. You know, when you look down your list and you're like, you might not have talked to them for, like, 12 months, but even though I feel a bit like, well, oh, can't take them off. Mm. Isn't it weird? Stuff like that. Uh, but anyway, I thought, oh, I know what I can get. I'll just get rid of him. So I just got rid of you, Steve. So sorry, mate. If you're listening, I took you off to put someone else on. So you're a goner. But I believe that you haven't even got a 360 anymore anyway. So it didn't matter. So there you go. So that's my shout out. That's who I'm shouting out this week. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations you're Steve. a goner. Stuff. I can't believe how quick that's gone. That has gone so quick. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. For him, probably not. But for us, yeah. Now, I remember when he told me. Yeah. And I was like, Wow. And then they're like, it's now, and I'm like, wow. So there you go. Congrats, man. Congrats. Uh, yeah. Over to you, Duke. Yeah. Uh, my shout-outs. Let's see. Where are they? Oh, yeah, here they are. I got them. Everybody calm down. New members? None. New VG websites? None. Uh, Sebular for the kind feedback on last week's show. I appreciate that, dude. Uh, Skullduggerer shared my Bioshock Infinite article. Thank you for sharing that and passing it along. I formatted it to hand out to students recently because some of them were saying, like, Bioshock Infinite, did you play it? I'm like, yeah, I wrote about it. And they're like, let me read it. I was like, all right, but I ain't giving you my website. Uh, <laughs> stuff left some responses there, so I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, thanks to everybody who came, of course, to the, uh, Call of Duty Blops Playdate and the Full House Poker impromptu get-together. And uh, next week we're going to play Team Fortress 2 on Steam because that's fun. People like that. Yeah, I like Team down. Fortress. You should put it on the on the website, the Steam group. I know. I keep forgetting to do it. I should do that. Imagine if I, I said I, I would do something for our website yeah. and then kept forgetting to do it. <laughs> I know. Just imagine. See what I did? Um, I know. I saw exactly what you did there. Yes, I have done that. <laughs> uh, I have done that before. You know. Trying to be good. Trying yeah, to be shout good. out to this dragon I'm fighting. Come on. Now, I'd like Man. to say... Oh, my God, there's two dragons. I'd like to say we had some new iTunes reviews for this week. But we didn't. But we didn't, no. But yeah. at one point this week, we were number 15 in the UK charts for games. Really? Yeah, really? What yeah, the yeah, we're, is going on? I know. We've dropped down again since then, but we were 85. I'm not surprised at the moment, of that. But we were number 15, man. We were up as high as 50. I mean, we See, appreciate I think that longevity has a lot to do with that. Like, you just keep doing a thing, and eventually people will be like, wow, you guys are good going away. Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. We might as well listen but, yeah, to them. But we're, we've almost got the same number of reviews as episodes of the show, so it'd be cool if we could catch up the number of episodes of the show. Yeah. We'll get to hear the cool song. 
Yeah, we're on 164 reviews at the moment, and obviously we'd need 169 in the UK to get up to that, uh, the same as a show episode. So that'd be cool if you could do that for us. So if you if you haven't been on and given us a review on iTunes, and we get to play, play the cool iTunes jingle. That's right. So we, we get to do that if you do that. So so get on there, give us a review, and then we can play the cool iTunes jingle and also get up to as many reviews as shows. That'd be kind of cool. So if you've not done one before, get on and do it. Get on. Um, You're damn skippy. I know, and I think uh, that's about it, isn't it? I think we've covered everything for this week, so I think we should just get the hell out of here, I guess. So, yeah, see you later. See ya. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Smell you later. See, but people know it's Hogwarts. Anybody who's listening to more than two episodes of this show knows that when we say goodbye, they it's not goodbye. It's another ten minutes of prattle. Well, it's, well, it's a good job because I've just been on the American iTunes, and guess what? Oh, my God! You got to play the jingle, man. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, you want the iTunes reviews? Here we go. Hey, Look, sorry, it's kind of poker. There's a new Telltale Games Poker Night game coming. To st- Are you really stealing the thunder from the person who's taken time <laughs> to leave us an iTunes review? Yeah, there's no way we could possibly go back to that now. Jesus. <laughs> go ahead. Anyway, he says... Out. You know how to edit things. Shut up. Shush. <laughs> That's definitely staying in. What are you talking <laughs> about? Anyway, this is five stars, and he says, top of the pops. There you go, that was the Top of the Pops theme tune there, in case you didn't know. Uh, Anyway, he says, one of the best video game podcasts listens on the web week after week. Two Brits and a Yank, lightning in a bottle. Cheers. Yeah, I want those iTunes reviews. I got some. I got some. Uh, And that's from... A uh, friend of the show and fellow podcaster now, Seth McNitt. So there you go. Thank you very yeah, much for, thanks, dude. for that, yeah. for the boss wave. By the way, the boss wave, what the hell does it mean? I still don't know. Boss, boss, just, boss, boss, wave, what wave. it means is like, you know, like different waves of enemies and stuff. Like the boss wave. That's it. It's like a uh, gaming term. Oh, God, you've been that like ten times. Yeah, but whoa, whoa, whoa. Just a minute, just a minute. No, that's not right, is it? What? It's not right. Well, a wave of something means that there's a lot uh, of them. Well, you don't get a wave say. of bosses. Just get one boss. No, because sometimes you have a way like like on Gears of War, the horde mode, you'll have a boss wave where it's a boss and then some of the grunts as well. Not really. Yes, really. When was the last time you played horde mode? Yeah, but that's not in general. Yeah, in it's just, uh, that's but it can't happen, so it's fine. I don't Why you gotta hate on everything? I'm not gonna hate on it. Damn, I just didn't understand what it meant. All right. Hating. I thought it was meant like the boss in the game's waving at you or something. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Welcome to yeah, our podcast sense. where we're the boss of the game waving at you. It most, makes you more sense. Drugs? What are you just, talking about? Just saying it makes more sense than what it you just said. doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make more sense than no, what you just No, it does not. No. It's on his Office Depot <laughs> clothes. <laughs> anyway, just got to say, actually, there is something I do want to mention. Uh, just to remind everybody that next week I'll be releasing our 
infinite spoiler show. Oh, yeah. And I've got to say, right, I've been editing it. I've been editing it this morning. I've done about the first hour of it. I'll tell you why we're good, man. It's a good show. It's good. Sorry. You know, I know we shouldn't blow our own trumpets and stuff, but I'll tell you what. I'm sorry. It's a good, it's yeah. a good show, it's a good man. Show. It was good. It was good. Good. Good stuff. We, we were getting on it. We were with some good discussions. It flowed well. Yeah, I think it's one of the best spoiler shows we've done, I'm being really honest. Oh, snap. They're up until nine. I got to go to Office Max. Anyway, right. well, have fun. And we'll speak to you next week, I guess. Yeah, and to peace. everybody else out there, goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone. We love you all. Special kisses for everyone. Uh, uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that, boy. Go away. Bye. Except kisses. And, I mean, no sloppy, kisses. Sloppy ones, especially for Chinny. Chinny, I know you're not feeling comfortable about everything, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's for you, that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Baddy all. <laughs> Duke's already gone. I know. He's like that. He just goes.